0: Clip, what's up? It's Brian.
2: I know, Clip. but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better.
1: Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host. Clip Brock.
2: Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930. Online, pr927fm.com. And uh, we'd love for you to be a part of our show today on Facebook and YouTube. We're on Pirate Radio TV on youtube make sure you give us a like subscribe and you can watch this show the brian bailey show all of our ecu Pre and post-game interviews with Mike Schwartz and soon Cliff Godwin also we will have all of our ECU Baseball Media Day video available on Pirate Radio TV as well as it was 2024 ECU Baseball Media Day earlier today and we've got a lot of that coming up on today's show and throughout the week right here on Pirate Radio as we talk to Cliff Godwin, Jeff Palumbo, Austin Knight, Jacob Jenkins Coward, Justin Wilcoxon, Jacob Starling, Treya Savage, Zach Root, and DB, Danny Beals. So we'll talk a little baseball. Man, we got a lot of football to talk about with the NFL playoffs and just a great, great weekend of football. I was a little worried about the matchups, but out of 16 quarters, we had 15 good competitive quarters of football to watch Saturday and Sunday. We got a Pirate basketball loss to talk about where the Pirates had a good 33, 34 minutes of play. And then the lead slipped away. They fell to UAB. We'll talk about that. The women get in the win column over the weekend. So we'll hit on everything on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. We've got uh, Brian Bailey joining us coming up in hour number two. He was on hand earlier uh, at ECU Baseball Media Day. So we'll talk about that, some NFL playoffs and more. And in hour three, Jason Nichols will join us and... um, Other than a few text messages with Coach Nichols, uh, I have not talked to him about a tweet he dropped on January 19th, a few nights ago, uh, where it said, thank you, God, for blessing me with a new opportunity. Um, So we will talk about that new opportunity with Jason Nichols as he has been uh, trying to get back in the coaching game and had several chats and offers, and uh, we'll see if he can give us the news on where he will be going uh, to coach football, so we'll have that for you coming well, up. You, you in assume that's three.
4: what he's going to do. I, I, maybe I worked a deal that He's going to be hosting this show starting tomorrow.
2: Whoa!
4: <laughs> that would be big news. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, was... I talked to Jason Nichols today, and uh, he, he has some exciting news to share. I think he's trying to, it's just a matter of if he's going to have the ink on the paper, and uh, so he will announce it on Pirate Radio when, when it is. When it's official? When, when it's official, but, uh, and, and it could be official by hour three when he gets here today, but uh, it is very exciting for, for for Coach Nichols and uh, look forward to him sharing all the information that he told me earlier today and, and, and certainly certainly excited for him professionally.
2: Or yeah, what if he hosts this show and I go take over the Washington Commanders football team?
4: You know, I mean, there's probably a lot of Washington Commander fans out there that hadn't put you on the radar yet. You know, I, I think I think your press conferences would be very Mike Leach entertainment like. I think uh, you could provide you could provide a lot for that franchise.
5: Mm. Uh,
2: As as joyous as it was last weekend, watching the NFL playoffs and watching Dallas and Philadelphia get smoked, yesterday was just downright depressing because Washington and Detroit had the longest championship drought, championship game appearance drought, because they played each other in that game. Uh, in the the 91 season the 92 calendar year and now detroit is going to the nfc championship meaning washington has the longest nfc championship drought and second on that list how about them cowboys so i'll definitely bring that up with brian bailey coming up (laughs) in uh hour number two of today's show all right shirley rhodes is here sean is here intern mark is here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well you uh teaching mark alexander the ropes over there i am all right trying to and uh, that's he, look he's uh like an ecu baseball player two-way guy three-way guy whatever mark will, will do Utility some sales net. some producing whatever you want he wants to learn it all
0: whatever hat you give him he'll wear
2: it i like that and he's wearing a great hat today the pirate radio yes, sir, hat right. which uh we have pirate radio hats available on pr927fm.com And I've been seeing uh, Jamie, Chad, and others, Ellerby, talk about receiving their purchases from PR927FM.com, the football helmet hoodie. So those are available if you want to look good and uh, support Pirate Radio all at the same time.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate everybody's support, uh, whether you listen, watch, advertise, buy some merchandise, whatever it takes. We'll, We'll take you on the Pirate Radio ship wherever you want to be a passenger.
2: All right, Ellerby, um, you as my passenger, I'm going to let you control the the radio, or as the kids would say, the aux cord Ew. in the car, because uh, I've got baseball, basketball, and football I want to discuss. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to begin?
4: I, w- I want to begin with the n- initial reaction from ECU Baseball Media Day.
2: Uh, Cliff Godwin said this is the tightest, closest team that he can recall having here at East Carolina. Loves the player-led leadership and, uh, and mentioned a few names. I think Justin Wilcoxon was the first name that he brought up. Um, Danny Beal is one of those names from a pitching standpoint. Uh, JC, he loves the, the player-led team that he has this year.
0: Yeah, and also you'll see this year something that we've seen every single year with a Cliff Godwin ball club, and that's a new face making an immediate impact. He talked about Bristol Carter today, who's a freshman. Kobe Wallace is a guy that can play first base. Or, or third base or even can get on the mound and pitch so there's gonna be some new faces there's gonna be some old faces but uh yeah they thought like the culture was as tight as it is uh, at ECU baseball right now a lot of talk about
2: the culture Jeff Palumbo was asked about the evolving world of recruiting and portal and all those things and uh he goes back to culture number one and I asked him you know and I, I, I don't know if I explained the question well but he answered it well but like in today's highlight generation, LRB and your quick clips out there of, of hitting bombs and taunting and stuff like that, the pro game is all about offense. As I said, you could strike out three times, but if you hit a home run, you had a good game. Uh, I said, is it harder to get guys to buy in to play defense? And he, he basically said it goes back to the recruiting, and they make sure the guys that they're bringing in are going to buy in completely and also when you have guys passing the torch and he brought up turner brown to agnos and then they pass that torch to barini you're going to have players out there playing the right way the kids will come in the freshmen and even if they do have a chip on their shoulder and are all about hitting home runs they're going to see that you get on the field by playing defense so it's kind of passed down from pirate baseball player generation to generation,
4: yeah, and then there's always this toughness that uh, all those players you mentioned. I mean, you can throw Alec Burleson's name back out there when we were joking about two-way two U and other stuff like that. But th- there is a toughness tuff- and culture and leadership that uh, you know, kind of replacing yourself when you leave. And I think that I think ECU baseball has been like I think we've looked at it. I mean, it's close to ten years. 10th year, but it's like, oh my gosh, they're losing X, X, and X. Oh, we do it every, I do it every year. And yeah, but now it's like, oh, but B, B, and B have stepped up and are now on the field. So, I mean, it's I think, you know, I mean, this program is, is is rocking and rolling. Cliff has done an outstanding job, and uh, top to bottom has uh, one of the most successful baseball programs in the country, and I think East Carolina shouldn't take that for granted, and uh, the success doesn't go unnoticed, because uh, obviously, people have come after and talked to Cliff Godwin before, and uh, I, I think the, the number 11 ranking on D1 baseball is obviously a sign of respect for, for where this program is, and uh, I think, you know, picked first again in the American. So, uh, ECU baseball 25 days away till they get started against Ryder and uh, we've had the guys in here last semester this semester so uh, it's exciting I, I think uh, you know more and more as uh, baseball creeps in that uh, people are really looking forward to it the one thing we do need is, is the weather was really good last baseball season we didn't get this brutal cold we're having right now so if we can get some really good yeah, weather especially uh, those first couple of Weekends in uh, February when the Pirates are at home. I know only one game at home during the Carolina series, but uh, th- that would be a great way
2: to start the season. Yeah. I don't care about the weather. Thank I can't you, control the weather. We know. don't want to talk about the weather. Fine. Uh, this weekend would have been good. It looks like some rain, but uh, how about 74 65 for the weekend temp salary? <laughs> Count me in. How nuts is that?
4: No, no, from where it went, from seven <laughs> days, I mean, like, from Friday, Saturday, Sunday this past weekend to Friday, Saturday, Sunday this upcoming weekend, it, it's, it's bizarre.
2: 70 Wednesday, 75 Thursday. It's,
4: it's like really like when you go through your laundry and you're like, you're folding all these sweatshirts and hoodies and stuff. Yeah. Looks, you know, at my house with all the kids and everyone else. And the next thing you know, you're doing shorts and t-shirts shirts and it's i mean wow but I'll, hey look i'll take the shorts and t-shirts weather all the time
2: another uh, takeaway from media day um uh, trey a savage cannot be phased that is the sound of a fire alarm going off during the uh, festivities today and trey stood there stone-faced Just ready to answer questions.
4: I think that should be incorporated when he walks out on the mound.
2: (laughs) That would be cool, you know. If like like, the bottom of the first, so Cliff Godwin the top of the first. Oh, true. He's not. It would be cooler if he was coming out of the bullpen.
4: No, but like, how about how about when the Pirates start the game?
2: I know. Yeah, but I'm thinking. Yeah, but okay, he did come out of the bullpen uh, in the tournament. I asked him about the AAC tournament game, but can you imagine Godwin's on the mound and he's uh, pitcher runs off the the. and you hear but
4: what if, what
0: if, the crowd pop would be insane <laughs> what if the first, or they would just get up and leave because they would think it's an actual fire drill <laughs> what, what
4: if what if all the other eight gather up at third base and then split off and run out to their positions and then you hit what the you fire and then he comes like out of the bull out, cool. out of the dugout with like stone cold
2: Steve Austin man we need to talk to Trey about that incorporating that and he can have whatever music he wants yeah but he's got to have the alarm coming in that would be really cool and I'll do the...
4: There's about to be some fire.
2: Please remain calm. <laughs> this is just a drill. This is a Trey, your savage drill. Um, But yeah, I had that takeaway from today as well.
4: What was the... What, any uh, update on the fire alarm? Just just a test?
2: Uh, we all just sat in there. So no
4: one panicked? No one ran out of the building?
2: Not at all. Yeah. Nope. Although it, it was kind of time to wrap it up. That might have been... It was like the Cliff second... might have pulled it like, all right, enough questions, guys. Second yeah. to the last question. And it yeah. just went off.
4: I got to get Cliff and this long snapper out of here. They're just they're just taking up too much of my
2: time today. Uh, I have a bet with Cliff Godwin. Yes, you
0: do. <laughs> Ooh, did you wager?
2: Um, and I, I love that Bailey got thrown into it, too.
0: Well, asked, Bailey said some sort of comment, and then that's what made Cliff Godwin bring him in.
2: So I said, uh, Cliff, I always ask every year, any new rules we know about heading into the year? And he said, "No, I'm just trying not to get uh, not to get thrown out." And he said,
0: "He got tossed twice last year. Twice. Which I thought it was more." But.
2: He said, and then he brought up gambling. He was like, "If you set the over under at one," and then I said, "Which I think I went too high." Yeah, I said I, I put it at two and a half. Ooh, that is. And like he said, times. "No chance. I'm definitely not getting tossed uh, that Three many times." times. And, you know, if I do, I'll take you and Bailey out to dinner. If I don't, you guys got to take me out to dinner.
4: Mm, so. Sounds like y'all have a dinner date.
2: Yeah. Either way. Either way. And boy, unless they win the College World Series, isn't a postseason dinner date with Cliff Godwin going to be fun? Because only one team ends on a win. Like, I I don't want to go the next day, like, after if they lose in the Super Regional to eat with Cliff Godwin. But maybe that's part of my Cl- punishment for losing the You text the
0: Cliff and you say, "Hey, man, I'm sorry about that loss. But are you still good for dinner? <laughs> yeah. You got your third ejection yesterday.
4: But you you could always just pull the fire alarm at the restaurant. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, so, sorry, Coach. Got to go. Can't can't eat lunch with you. But I, I do think yeah, the, the most important thing you did was was put the half on it. Because it can't be one or two. Right. It has to it has to be like one. I think one and a half would have been fair.
2: Well, that's good. You can tell he doesn't gamble. That's a good thing. Right, we don't need our coaches gambling.
4: Well, obviously he gambles if he wants to eat dinner with you and Bailey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that kind of thing. Uh, that kind of thing. Uh, stat is a statistic you can look at. He's not uh, dumb like other cowboy fans.
0: Any I'm uh, not dumb like some cowboy fans. Any it's other? It's t- uh, awesome. <laughs> a statistic you can look at.
2: Thank you, BB. Any other uh, takeaways?
4: From from
0: ECU base, I didn't Chandler. go to ECU base. I'm talking to Chandler. Chandler. Chandler, I'm not
2: talking to you, Ellery. All
0: right, don't talk to me. Uh, not really. I think we kind of hit on everything. Uh, Did you, you have it, fun
2: on uh, Saturday? Yes, I I'm did. not talking to you. I'm talking to Ellery. Because <laughs> I saw Ellery on Saturday.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were at Mully Fest. <coughs> Mully Fest 24.
2: Who <laughs> 20- was the headliner? Yeah. <laughs> Mully. <laughs> it was the 50th anniversary of Mullyfest. Fest. <laughs> Featuring Pirate Radio. <laughs> yeah. Paul Cornwell. We had some big names there. The lineup was awesome. <laughs> was, yeah, we need to make a poster of the. Uh... Like the festival posters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, big five zero for the Mully Man.
4: Yeah. I, it kind of snuck up on me.
2: And I tell you what. He was uh, smiling, ear to ear. Yeah, I think if you, I, I've never
0: seen Molly smile that much. That was a great picture of you three, and it was great seeing him smile. He was, he was grinning, man. Yeah,
4: I mean, he was fifty. He was at his surprise birthday party, which ended up not really being a surprise for him.
2: Well, of course, yeah. it's Molly, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I knew I, this was going to happen. I had a feeling.
4: I, <laughs> I got, I kind of smoked it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: he's like a detective. Yeah, uh, but he and and I said to Mully, I was like, give your your son credit whoever yeah. uh they his did wife a, and kids did a great they job. did an awesome job uh getting everybody and it was uh, it was neat so
4: yeah did uh, have you ever had a surprise birthday party for yourself
2: for myself yeah has anybody ever has anybody <laughs> i don't think that's how it works <laughs>
4: have you ever had a birthday party i have surprise <laughs> surprise, surprise. <No>. has anybody <laughs> ever thrown you a surprise party
2: years ago uh i walked in my home after a day of work at pirate radio and there was a bunch of people there Then my wife had put together a surprise uh, okay. and it was uh I was surprised. It was a well orchestrated surprise. So, yeah. I, I would prefer a non surprise, but it is it is nice, I think, to have at least once in your it's life. It's heartwarming. Yeah. Surprise. How about, how about yourself? I've,
4: I've never had a surprise party for All myself.
2: Right, let's jot that down. Mm. Do that. Surprise. Chandler,
4: party. have you had a surprise party? Nope. Ooh, never wow. had never had That's one let's jot that down to keep that streak going
2: <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to scare you
4: yeah we don't want to surprise you yeah Jan. we did come to you I was at your
0: birthday party this year yes yeah, you yeah, were the, the panthers were playing wait so i saw ellerby saturday who did you see on saturday i happen to see somebody that i know that i see quite a bit somebody that i work with shirley rhodes was in Roseboro. And I, she was able to dine at my dad's restaurant. Yes, she was,
2: was in the area. Get, How she did eat. that come to be? Was it planned?
3: No, it actually wasn't. Was it a
2: surprise? No. I,
3: well, <laughs> it was a surprise. It was a surprise for his parents. Ooh, does yes.
4: this count? <laughs> <laughs> Were you surprised,
2: Chandler? Chandler's first no, surprise.
0: She texted me that morning and said that she was going to be coming through the area uh, about five o'clock, and I said, "That's perfect. Come by." And uh, I actually won't tell my parents because my mom's been telling me, like, I'm ready to go up there. I want to see. Shirley. She loves her. Some Shirley Rhodes. So I said, let me know when you're on the way. I'll get mom there to the restaurant. So she comes by for dinner. And mom was very surprised.
4: Surely, uh, go ahead and tell us about the uh, Long Snapper Hall of Fame, you they
0: <laughs> and, and, and Rosemary
4: Shrine. How were okay.
0: the, the exhibits?
3: uh First of all, there were exhibits. There were pictures. Of, is the it, one is one of your football jerseys on the wall right there? Okay, good call. that's what I thought. Uh, the there board. is a picture of Mr. Long Snapper over here, uh, snapping a football, and it's framed and it's hanging up on the wall. And I believe his Football jersey's also up there. Was it you
2: or Wes? I think that likes to go to Wax museums.
0: I, I brought up that we should go to one.
2: We need a Chandler wax <laughs> figure you, yeah. in the uh in the restaurant.
4: So surely yes. you know, Gavin Williams had his draft day party at Chandler's parents' restaurant. Mm-hmm. And do they have a jersey of his up, or they just have Chandler's up?
3: Uh, there's a, you it, didn't it, see
0: it, but there's a sign: Gavin Williams baseball. Oh, uh, okay. uh, yeah. I, I did yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, I didn't
3: see that. Um, it, wh- who was the other jersey? Was that your brother's jersey?
0: Uh, th- that was the only jersey in oh, there. Oh, okay. I
3: saw no. I saw two of. <laughs> them My brother up doesn't there.
0: get a jersey hung up in oh, there. Okay, only right.
3: me, only him. Okay, all right. But I did see some pictures of Chandler in high school, uh, framed up on the wall. So he he does have somewhat of a shrine. Over at uh, the restaurant, so. and you
0: enjoyed your food, right? I did. Hospitality
3: I did. was great. The hospitality was fantastic. Right. So, if so if I through, enjoyed myself.
4: If you're going through Roseboro. Where's the place people need to stop, Chandler?
0: Uh, Main Street, right there in Roseboro. Earl and Jerry Seafood Shack. And if you
4: tweet us a picture of Chandler's jersey at Earl's Seafood Shack, we'll uh, we'll hook you up here. You can't there
3: you go. You can't miss it. It's on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's how uh, I, I that's how I saw it. Was, I was on my thing way to you the bathroom see
0: before you go do your business.
3: Well, I and it, the
0: first thing you see afterwards. Well, hard, I yeah. had been
3: driving most of the day, so when I got back, uh, when I got into Roseboro, I, Chandler met me at the restaurant, and I was like, "Dude, I have to make a pit stop before I order anything to eat." So uh that's how i discovered the jerseys was i wouldn't have noticed it if i hadn't walked back there so the
2: uh paper towels were out so i dried my hands with your jersey <laughs> on the way out of the bathroom <laughs> is that okay i saw it was wrinkled alex yeah. harper we miss you today um he said i do not have my jersey hanging anywhere former long snapper has one up on the current long snapper wow mm-hmm. well i'll tell you what if you bring us one here at Pirate radio we'll yeah, put it up we'll put yeah, it in yeah, our, we'll
0: put it put in it our, our bathrooms
2: we'll tell people it's, uh bryce harper
0: can i put my jersey up in here too
2: so Ellerbee, what did we,
4: you, <laughs> were we talking about, Alex? When his story time up? Yeah, it was. It was. And Shirley, did you have anything else to add on your story time?
3: No, I. Would I you go really back? Didn't. Go back? Oh, home? absolutely. Hi. Yeah, I would go back. I had a good time. We what had a great time. No. That would be fun.
2: Uh, Chad asking, what's everybody getting him for his birthday on Thursday? Surprise!
3: Surprise! A new uh, I will buy myself something. How about that?
2: I had something nice In to say. In celebration
3: of Chad's birthday, I will buy myself something. Ah, How about that? that's, uh,
2: that's a classic yeah. move around classic here.
3: Yeah, move, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Jamie says, "What is the worst fight or disagreement Ellerbe and Clip have had? Have we ever had a dis a fight?
4: Mm. I don't know. I don't no. Do so. Clip? Do you have a lot of disagreements around here?
5: No." Nah.
3: No, not really. You really don't, because you're not. You're not. I try
4: to keep the peace. Yeah, I mean, if someone you're said, not
3: argumentative. You're no. like, you don't really get into arguments. You're like, okay. If and someone you says, kind of let it go. If someone
4: says Washington sucks. It's like okay.
2: All right, know. Well, that's yeah. If somebody says Washington's that, good, I will argue with. I that.
4: think there's been a few times on the on the fifth quarter that a few people have gotten under your skin. That you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Oh
2: yeah.
4: But that's. I think that's the most heated I've ever really seen you.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty just laid back. You don't really argue. Outside I, and, on the other hand.
2: Yeah. Like well, a <laughs> big teddy yeah. bear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And I mean, right. Ellerby's not a fighter either, really. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a lover. And when he does, we remember them because they're so rare.
3: That is true. But, that yeah. is true. I could probably count on one hand maybe in 20 years I've ever seen you get kind of heated. L- lose my temper. Yeah.
2: Shirley had some interesting uh, conversations with hellerby's uh, better half the other night yeah no. learn some things about jonathan yeah if you if
4: oh you, you did you want to hear the real truth
3: <laughs> 30
6: for
4: 30 oh. yeah just uh meet up with one liz oh, i was like she, wow she gets real talking this is interesting yeah. all right oh. she'll, she'll tell you the behind the scenes <laughs> you
3: and i need to have a chat there the a clip.
4: Hey, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> maybe y'all should kidnap her and take her to roseboro <laughs> for
2: some seafood yeah uh, Steve said is anyone brave enough to disagree with Shirley I'm not nope. I'm not mm,
4: yeah I think I mean if Shirley said today was Tuesday we'd all be <laughs> like alright oh, hey, you having, got it boss <laughs> having tacos tonight <laughs> Mully coming up in hour two
2: <laughs> taco Tuesday alright uh, let's see LRB what do you want to do
4: yeah I'll hang out you want to take
2: a break yeah let's take a break all right. uh, we'll, we'll come recreate. back we've got uh, some hoops to talk about NFL playoffs playoffs I was thinking about the bills last night and they're just not gonna win but who are the best teams over multiple years to not win a super bowl because like the bills are going to be one of those teams i was thinking chad's uh titans in the mcnair eddie george era seemed to get there a lot got got to a super bowl and uh and lost to the rams but they would, like, lose to the Ravens or somebody in the Steelers in the playoffs. Can Couldn't you
4: now? When's the last time they won a ring? I mean, they
2: That would be a good example. Yeah. If I mean, they don't they, win They're this right year. there
4: on the cusp. I mean, they've lost the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, the, Harbaugh took them three out of four years to the NFC Championship game when he was there right. many
2: moons ago. And they have not won since, what, Steve Young?
4: It's been a while, I think.
2: Yep. Uh, yeah, good example there. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pi Radio Live, Hour 1 after this. back.
1: pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show
3: welcome back washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on main street their famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99 stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken the half club sandwich with chips or everybody's favorite the fried shrimp plate After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-price swings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
2: All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. BB, Jason Nichols joining us later on this week. We'll talk to one of the walk-ons, Drew Dotter, who had the Bucks outright. What a game that was on uh sunday we'll talk about the nfl playoffs but drew will join us part of the holton Naylor show episode three coming up on thursday where they will talk to stanford steve from scott van pelt show college game day and uh great guy to listen to and uh, that'll be a lot of fun at hv3 on this past week if folks want to download that you can do so where you get your podcast and also check it out on Pirate Radio TV. Yeah, I really
4: uh, enjoyed the first two episodes. Holton and uh, the Walk-Ons are, are doing an outstanding job. Uh, don't know how great their picks are on the uh, on their futures for the NFL and, and, and other stuff, but uh, definitely a great entertaining show and uh, great to have them part of the team and uh, coming on Pirate Radio Live. But the super interview with uh, Harold Varner III, we're going to encore that coming up Monday night at 6, but you can go back that and listen to it on your own time as you mentioned on podcast or YouTube TV, but uh, HV3 had his kid pop in on the interview for a little bit as well but uh, certainly a a very fun interview look forward to this week Thursday at noon is when the Holt Naylor show debuts each and every week
2: sent a uh, text out to Jack Powers and Rajay Harris Saturday night and said good luck guys I hope your boys win it all big Niners fans and the whole game I was like man did my black cloud just jinx the 49ers I thought they were going to lose to the Packers uh the other night but uh they come back get the win we'll talk to a packers fan mully about that coming up on uh tuesday as uh his boys play good great weekend of football LB, i was worried about the matchups but 15 out of 16 quarters were competitive the only bad quarter all weekend was was the fourth quarter in the Texans and uh, Ravens game. Other than that, good competitive football.
4: Yeah, good uh, weather football to watch for that factor as well with the uh, cold, the snow, the rain. And some
2: rain Saturday yeah, night.
4: Yeah, the Packers and uh, 49ers game. So uh, certainly lots of good stuff. A lot, lot of high drama, wide right for the Bills mm. again. That was uh, heartbreaking. They, they had their moments um, you know, they, they missed the fake punt and then uh, had the to touchback go back their way. So uh, I saw some uh, controversy or reading some stuff out there that the NFL
2: may change that rule about uh, if you fumble out of the end zone. I mean, we've talked about it yeah, that, that, ad, ad nauseum here. I think it it should be changed, but it made for so much drama yesterday. That, I don't know. I don't know if they'll change it.
4: But uh, certainly, we got it. I mean, how about Detroit, too? Can, can Detroit punch their ticket to their first ever Super Bowl in Las Vegas? And can – you know, I was thinking about this. You got to – my whole life, for a majority of it, do you remember what we used to think of the Saints – I mean people with paper bags over their heads and just I mean I don't know if how far back you you remember I remember that? them being real, yeah the, 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 I mean that's what Detroit has been in my lifetime too yeah. and can like Drew Brees and 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 Sean Payton came in and changed how you think about the Saints now Definitely. you don't you don't think of the Saints as the team you kick rocks on yeah. you know in the NFL anymore and could Detroit you know get into a super get into a Super Bowl and winning it like, just, just going, you know, and change that towards how the Lions are viewed in the National Football League. So, uh, a lot of interesting stuff. And then even when I was watching the Lions and Buccaneers game, I can remember from my day when, when they used to be divisional foes, too. And, you know, when the Bucks,
2: were— The NFC we're, uh, Central. Yeah, when they were calling. when
4: they were there with the Bears and Packers and the Bucks and Lions. So, I, I just kind of wonder, can't I mean, I feel like the Niners are vulnerable a little bit. You know, Samuel— is is fifty fifty for this week and uh and what a story. I mean, Jared Goff, I mean, what if he wins a Super Bowl in Detroit, the same like trading places with Matthew Stafford? I mean, I, I just I think that's the the biggest storyline to watch. I think I think the best team right now is the is the Ravens. I think they're they're they, they seem to be a, a the, the favorite, if I had to if I had to pick one, but I think Detroit is is the big story to watch, and, and could be big things. And I know, I mean, the NFL would go crazy if uh, Chandler's Taylor Swift team would get to the uh, get well, to the Super Bowl.
2: That's why I'm taking the Chiefs. I think it's. Uh, you think it's rigged? I think it's rigged now.
4: You think it's, it's set up stone now? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I was sitting there watching the Bills game, and I was like, man, if the Bills get a touchdown here, this, I mean, this would be in the run of of Taylor Swift on TV. Although. Jason Kelsey seemed to be the star uh, of, at, at the Buffalo game. Yeah. But uh, certainly the the, the, the the sweet shots of uh, Taylor Swift at all these games has been a big part of the uh, NFL season the last, uh, what, six to eight weeks?
2: Yeah. LRB, uh, uh, speaking on those lines. So before last weekend, Detroit had one playoff win since 1970. And now they have two, the past two weeks. That tells you how bad they've been and how they're trying to resurrect themselves. And if they can, I mean, Dan Campbell is pretty much already a legend there in Detroit, but his uh, status could go up uh, even higher. So,
4: And, of course, uh, what you mentioned earlier when we started the show, the, the pressure on Washington and Dallas if Detroit were to break through and win a Super Bowl, being like, well, die gone. These guys hired Dan Campbell, you know, like, uh, the, you know, yeah. it, 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 like, for that, those fan bases are, are just kind of like talking about piling on the, the, the misery of, of what Detroit could do. So. And if
2: you're scoring at home, uh, awful takes I've had. I thought Dan Campbell wouldn't work there. He did his whole biting kneecaps. And I yes. was like, man, this, is like, this meathead stuff, it's not going to work. And I, re- I remember. I was that. 100% wrong. I don't remember
4: you saying that, but I, I remember when he came, when he had that press conference about and people were like what in the, What is guy joke. He doesn't know what he's getting into. He's yeah. a head coach of the NFL. Yada yada yada. But uh, hey I tell you what it's uh, they've they bought in. And uh, another person, I mean, you know, Pirate Nation can can point and laugh at, too. But, I mean, Scotty Montgomery's up on that Detroit staff, too, uh, coaching the running backs, assistant head coach. So, Dan Campbell has uh, gone into Detroit, changed the culture. And as I said, if they win a Super Bowl, I I think you take away the the, the loser status that uh, they've been labeled with for so long.
2: Uh, they're bringing out all the celebrities too. Eminem's uh, been there. Bob Seger was there this past week. Flavor,
0: Flavor, Jeff Daniels. Jeff
2: Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I, d- I didn't realize
4: he was a big Detroit fan. But I, this is a good documentary. If anybody's watched the Barry Sanders uh, documentary, I think it's on Amazon. Um, I haven't it, seen it. It's 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 really good. It talks about you know Barry's journey, why he retired. It's it's kind of him telling his story for the first time. But it, they interviewed jeff daniels from dumb and dumber and all these all these guys you're seeing on the sideline now that that uh, detroit is winning but uh i think if anybody has time this week or you know before sunday check that uh, barry sanders documentary out I, th- I think you'll you'll enjoy the 90 minutes of uh, spending that on your couch
2: we'll say what's up to the chad gang steve jamie robert perry's in chad uh we've got uh, Tyler in the house. We mentioned A Harp, who's not here physically, but is in the chat. So, what's up, everybody? I was talking about best teams over a period of time that did not win a Super Bowl, and we've got some good uh, additions from the chat gang. Tyler said the uh, the Marino Dolphins, yeah, would be a good example of that. Chad said the Vikings with Moss, Carter, and Cunningham, and they had success after that with dante culpepper as well and they were putting up a million points uh but could not get to uh, or win a super bowl uh the chargers is a good one with uh with philip rivers and ladanian tomlinson and all those great players uh, hey, never doing anything in the playoffs um chad says andy Reid's eagles that is a great example because they would get there uh they The Chiefs have an amazing run right now of AFC Championship appearances. That was the Eagles back in the early to mid-2000s getting there, uh, but not being able to win the big one. He said Marvin Lewis's Bengals, they were always in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. but would always lose uh, in the playoffs. All those
4: teams that had to go up against Belichick and Brady. (laughs) Yeah, You know, I mean, like you know, Denver and Indianapolis broke through with Peyton and they got their Super Bowl ring. But th- there was a lot of teams that just kind of like, uh, that that ran up against the Bulls during their championship run where they couldn't, you know, it was like they were just, they were the best number two team in the league. And uh, I think a lot of teams in the AFC that uh, could never get out of Foxborough. Uh,
2: Steve said uh, Boomers, uh, Bengals, what, what's his name? Oh, Asazen. Chan- a- a- a-
0: well, oh, it, are you are you talking about Boomer Assassin. <laughs> Chandler, is that who you're talking about? Was there, was really it, a, you,
2: was really struggling with uh oh, oh,
0: of course, you're talking about being a former Bengals quarterback, Boomer Azizan. Azizan? Azazi? What are you calling him? Uh Boomer's
2: Bengals got uh, they lost to the Niners twice, right? Over Yeah, In the they, Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. Uh
4: I believe Boomer's doing some of the radio stuff on Pirate Radio, so the uh, you, you can hear him maybe on the uh, radio call. But I uh, really enjoyed the uh, Westwood One coverage uh, that we have on Pirate Radio.
2: And we've got those, and we're going to play those right now after I read Eric's uh, joke. He said, we went skiing, we built a snowman, we went to the Super Bowl, she touched my leg. <laughs> nice uh, Harry, is it Harry? I want to say Harry Doyle, but isn't yeah. that... Uh, mm. Well, it's what Lloyd, is Lloyd Christmas? Lloyd and Harry Christmas Doyle. and Harry Doyle. Okay. Well, what's Harry's name? And uh, what's uh, what's uh, Major League announcer's name? Bob Euchre's name in uh, maybe Major League. Maybe that's Harry Doyle.
4: <laughs> is, I, it uh, could be. Could be. Is are there two, just a bit outside? Are there two Doyle's?
2: Help us out, folks. Harry Doyle is Bob Euchre. What in about Major dumb, League. And, dumb and Dumber? Is All it right. still?
4: Is, I'm trying to. Is, Harry Doyle sounds right for Jeff Daniels' character. Harry Dunn. Dunn. Ah, there you go. We're losers. That's a good uh, kind of movie slash sports trivia on
2: Wednesday night there for you. Eric says, so the Lions are telling me there's a chance. There you go. All right. uh, Shirley, let's hear Kevin Harlan and his call. Tyler Bass, ready to tie it up for the Bills. Tyler Bass will try a
1: 44-yard field goal to tie. The snap is good. The ball put down. The kick is Ooh. up. And no good. Wide right. Wide right. The Bills kicker missed a field goal. Wide right. Jubilation for the Chiefs sideline. 143 to go. Bass missing wide right from 44.
7: He pushed it right. It looked like he wanted it to hook in from the right post. And I don't know if it was the wind or he mishit it, but it just violently moved right like a slice in golf. Uh,
2: Kevin Harlan, and who else was with him there? Uh, who was Name that voice. Freddie Krugler. <laughs> that was Mike Mayock uh, uh, with him. Yeah, one on Elm Street for you there.
3: <laughs>
2: Kevin Krugler was on the call. So the Bucs go down 14. It's over. Detroit started celebrating a little too early, popping the champagne, smoking the cigars. Uh, but Baker Mayfield led him on a drive. They got a stop, and they got the ball back one more time.
7: Mayfield stands along the right
2: hash in the shotgun. Gets the snap from the center, Hainsey. Throws over the middle, floats it
5: high, and it's intercepted! Picked off by Derek Barnes! The former Purdue Boilermaker with the biggest interception of his life! sealing
7: the deal for the Detroit Lions.
2: Kevin Coogler on the call. You can hear the playoff action right here on Pirate Radio.
4: Big Sunday, championship Sunday. Uh, always one of the uh, funnest days of the year.
2: No doubt. Uh, here's another call. We'll talk Pirate hoops. Uh, we got to take a break. We got a Corey Glore call. Y'all want oh, to hear a Corey Glore no. call? <laughs> that, was, uh, that was not a good call from Cy. Uh, on ESPN Plus the other night after East Carolina gave up the layup. Uh, here's our old friend Corey Glore. Blah, blah, blah. He's happy about something. Rebounds, and now Quinterly has it. black rolls with 12 seconds. Now Hardaway. Hardaway with 10.
7: Plays catch with Jones. Now Quinterly. High right side with 5. With 4. Jones deep 3 at the top of the key. No good. Rebound tapped out. Jones has it back. Deep 3 again. It's blocked. It's
5: over. It's over. It's over.
3: At long last Tulane has their statement victory Down go the 10th ring
0: Tigers
2: and here come the fans Yeah 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 Corey's had way too many He's of those He's having fun He's had way too many celebratory calls since he left Greenville I mean And I'm sick of it I'm surprised he didn't go block like he
4: did safe He's Just going to the He's cotton bowl Doing all sorts of things. Just
2: you know? just living uh, his best green life.
4: He said I mean, he said he's like ate his way through New Orleans too.
2: Yeah. He's like five hundred pounds now.
4: More more Cory Glore.
2: Just a bit more Cory Glore for us to love. Mm-hmm. The big old fat Corey Glory, More Glor. <laughs> LRB, enjoyed it.
4: See you next time. I also, uh, hey, just got a couple tables left for the John Gordon event coming up on March 17th and 18th. So uh, if you want to see one of the best leadership speakers in the country when he comes to Greenville to uh, talk to the ECU baseball team and to your team or business, uh, give me a call here at the radio station or email me. LRB at Pirate Radio 1250.com. John Gordon is going to be a lot of fun. You can learn more about him at JohnGordon.com. But uh, seriously, just a couple more tables left and uh, expect it to sell out
2: sometime this week. Uh, Shirley Eric said he needs Corey Glore to give us a goodness me oh my.
1: Oh, goodness <laughs> me oh my.
2: <laughs> uh, we were talking about surprise parties earlier.
1: I like that kind of party.
2: We've got a surprise like guest kind of party, baby. at four uh, o'clock. At not because I forgot he was coming on, but it's a surprise. Save it. You want me to save a the big, surprise?
4: It's a big tease. It's going to be a surprise.
2: He's one of our favorites, Sean. I don't even know who it is. He uh, he brings goodies every time he comes. Oh,
4: man. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: oh, snack time. Yes. Goodness uh, me, oh my.
4: Slightly expired Christmas cakes coming up in the four o'clock hour.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget about you. It's a surprise, person. That... I'm talking to you right now.
0: Surprise. Surprise. In a few months, there'll be jelly beans you'll be bringing in. <laughs>
2: that is true. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Like this very I have
5: waited. Stop by and say hello down at the Merch right after this show. We'd love to say hello and see you.
2: One more. Ain't got no regrets. I ain't
4: losing track of which way I'm going. Ain't gonna double
1: back now. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself? when you can be a Pirate. Now, back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitiesportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Brock.
2: All right. We're running the three-person weave today myself, Shirley Rhodes, and Chan. Steve, are you still in the chat? I've been thinking I, I want to do this uh, this basketball game with Chandler and I. Although I think a good... Shirley wants to do a shooting contest. I think maybe we should do that first.
0: Uh, that.
2: Because then it would give people in... like People could make a betting line on uh, Chandler and I's game. But if we could... Uh, i want to get that court steve if you're available to do that for us and i want to get over there and i want to get some videographers and i want to do this thing i don't want to talk about it i want to do it so steve let me
0: know are you ready for this i'm
3: oh, sorry
0: i mean which i mean am are I re- you ready for this
2: for what for what
0: for me to put in this work
2: are you talking about our one-on-one yeah man uh i'm not ready for it physically i am ready. I'm not either uh and i'll make an agreement with you i promise not to practice if you won't i'm, well, I'm definitely not gonna practice <laughs> all right well, well good we're just gonna show <laughs> yeah. up and hope that our previous experiences will help us out
0: i cannot tell you the last time i shot a basketball i can
2: uh it was those few shots i took on thanksgiving oh yeah that was it on a eight foot rim um but I'm going to I like that I have a, a history a background in yep. hoops I like that I'm 42 and you are at the prime of your life you'll never be healthier than you are right now and like if I do beat you, do you can you just imagine what this show is going to be like from that point on <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be amazing it's going to be incredible if you win i'll give you your flowers i'll say man i just i don't have the stamina i don't have the lung capacity i'm old i'm fat and then Sean beat the better man won but if i win oh my god
0: i just want to let you know that i have no handles i really can't even like dribble it between my legs
2: it's gonna be an ugly ugly game
0: it's gonna like be- as soon as you like pass it to me and say all right Check ball or whatever. I'm just gonna probably just catch it and shoot. <laughs> and what do you think
2: I'm gonna do? If you give me any daylight, I'm shooting. If you're up on me, I will attempt to, to you know, go around you, go to the basket, lay it in. But like, it's gonna be a lot of just fat guy shooting. Yeah. And like jogging after a rebound.
3: So I'm- when Glenn films this, can he do the part where he just fast forward? I think you're going to have to
2: put it at at quad speed.
3: Yeah, you're going to have to do it at quad speed because there's going to be a lot of missed shots and a lot of chasing down the ball. I am
2: worried about your aggressiveness defensively. Like, I feel like at least for the first half of the game, you're going to be pretty aggressive.
0: Yeah, and I also want to be careful, though. Like, I don't want to get you hurt. Like, I don't want to, like, and I also don't want to be all over you. Oh, I'm calling fouls. I mean, when a dude,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I do, a dude banging a dude, I'm taking charges. I'm flopping. <laughs> I'm like uh, Caitlin Clark. Did y'all Is, see that? Will this be officiated? Um, yeah, we'll see if we can get Remy Steins. <laughs> hey, Remy, I know you've been on the road for two weeks. Can you come ref, Chandler? I think getting back gonna... from a, a Battle of Atlantis. Can you come to uh, this
0: church?
2: <laughs> battle of yeah <Fat-Lantis. laughs> <laughs> Uh, David on Facebook says, "I bet me and my 17 year old can beat Chandler and Clip."
0: All right, now we're talking. Do you got
2: a ball and a goal, David? We can do this whenever.
0: We'll come to your house. Yeah. In fact, yeah, we come in.
2: This will be a new a a new bit we do where Chandler and I take our show on the road. We will come to your house and beat you
0: and your kid in basketball. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters (laughs) versus the Generals. We even do like the little dance <laughs> and thing.
5: <laughs> We're
0: just bouncing it <laughs> off our, <laughs> <laughs> of our bed.
5: <boundaries.
0: laughs> David, where at? Where do you want us to be? call your shot, bro. Put a jersey on. Come on, bro. Put a jersey on. Put a jersey on. Can't wait.
2: Chad said, if it goes too far, clip. Just say, "Chon, that's your ball." I could see a lot of that happening. He also said, uh, "Chon doesn't want a hurt Clip." Uh, that was nice of you to say. I don't. I, I would love to get out of this game injury free. Jamie said, "You mean Karen Clark, the flopper?" Whoa! Oh, Ouch! That Claw, was... claws in.
3: Okay, so I love that, Caitlin Clark. That was. A I think ridiculous. she's an incredible basketball player. I think she made a mountain out of a molehill. Now, I've seen the video. What it appears to me is a fan is running on the court, has got the fo- got got her phone going, so mm-hmm. she's obviously filming. Yeah. She's not paying attention where she's going. She sees something out of the corner of her eye. I think, and Caitlin Clark obviously did not see her while she was running. Uh, she had her head down while she was jogging off the court. They collided. Now, as far as I can tell... And the way I look at it is, it was just inadvertent. It was just... Uh, yeah, it you was know, an accident. It was an accident, but the way she made such a big deal she over it... She literally flopped. Well, she went down like...
0: And she said that they were after her, but it didn't work out.
3: Yeah, that, I thought that was a little much. Now, unless there were some other incidents right. that led no, up see. to that that we don't know about, yeah. I don't know where she's coming coming from with that. It was an accident. It just looked like two people running, and they just happened to collide with each other, and it was an accident, and move on. I mean, the girl that she ran over, I mean, because Caitlin trucked her, and, um, and the girl got up and went into the crowd and continued... Like, she had never been run over by one Caitlin Clark.
2: So. Uh, Russ says, I will destroy you in basketball. Me and Name Redacted could beat you, too. Oh. What's your obsession with Name Redacted, Russ? You ain't going to play us in basketball. Anybody could get on YouTube and say, I would destroy you in basketball. Any eight-year-old could do that. You just proved that point. Watch, I'm going to type it in right now into YouTube. I will, I'm going to show you how easy it is to do that, to do what you just did. I think
0: I might do it too. You do it too. It sounds so easy to do.
2: I will destroy it, you in B-Ball. Can
0: you tell me if it's hard to do? Or, I'm done already. It, it was easy. easy. You do it. All right, I'll do it too. Everybody Here. in the chat,
2: see if you can type, I will destroy you in B-Ball. And just show Russ how easy it is to do that.
3: And why is everybody wanting in on this? This started out as a two-person thing. Now it's turning into like everybody wants to take us on. I just want to I just want to do a shooting contest and that's it. I don't want to play y'all <laughs> because I'll embarrass both of you. But Surely.
0: Okay clip. Who are you going to have on your team? Don Staley? Wait, did you
2: just no, say no, no. you one would on embarrass one.
3: me? I would embarrass you one-on-one.
2: On one. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Jim. All right, are you sure saying, it should be me and God, you? Now I've got a full damn basketball schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I got Chandler. I got two-on-two two with David Stahl. I got Russ. I got Shirley. I got a home-and-home home with Marquette.
3: Man. The difference between me and Chandler is, is I can actually dribble a ball. Yeah, I can. and i can dribble it between my legs
5: i've well, never been able to do that i hope
2: you can get this jumper out of your eyeballs
0: go ahead mouth face <laughs> face and one
2: david said we'll play to 12 and spot y'all three points we'll beat you like that fan that ran over caitlin clark <laughs> <laughs> oh man i used to camp out in the corner Chad said, I will destroy you in b-ball. Jamie said, I will destroy you in b-ball. Jack said, I will destroy you in basketball. So, I mean, yeah. Russ, it's easy to say. Chandler says, I will destroy you in (laughs) b-ball. Yeah, Russ. Let's take a break. We'll come back. That's why
3: I'm not playing you guys one-on-one. I'm just shooting threes. I want Bo Bats one on one tonight. Bo's. I like, Bo in his
2: John Stockton shorts tonight <laughs> on the court. Winner gets
0: Hershey's kisses.
2: First to 12, no. Last man to survive. We're
0: playing to the death. <laughs> Ambulance <laughs> on standby. Game should go about 15 minutes. Ambulance is going away with the dead body. And the exam, well, who's that? And the clip goes, the loser of that basketball no. game.
2: Bo says, old fat Clipper couldn't handle me. I broke his ankles and he broke his lungs. All right, back with you after this. Midnight
5: blues.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now, back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Greenville Utilities' Neighbor-to-Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month. Or you can make a one time donation and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
2: Back with you. Pi Radio Live here on a Monday. Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes, Chon, Chad Gang. And man, I had a, a moment earlier today at Baseball Media Day. Brian Bailey came up to me and said, uh, I'm going to stand beside you. Other than me, you're the oldest one here. And I, I laughed. I said <laughs> and I looked around and it wasn't a joke. It was a moment of realization that I am old. And for that reason, uh Bo Batts is on the show today. So I could feel young again. Hey Bo.
8: Hey man, that worked out real well.
2: Every guest on the show today is older than me by design. So uh Bo, uh, Santa Bo's here again. Do you want me to be your valentine?
8: Yes, I do. I'll I accept.
2: Y'all. I accept. Shirley and John are in, too. We're a package deal. You get us all. Hey, it's a good package. <laughs> it's an expensive dinner. Uh, Bo, it means uh, if you're here that it is about time to get cranked up with some Pitt County Girls softball, right?
8: You're exactly right. Uh, believe it or not, this is my 300th year with the league. <laughs> No, actually, it's the thirty-first. year. James
2: in Naismith league. invented basketball. You invented uh, little league softball, I believe. Yes, yes,
8: <laughs> I did. I'm gonna take credit for it.
2: So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, uh, man, I, I heck, when I was younger, I knew the name Bo Bats in the league. I knew your uh, your daughters uh, back in the day, and it's uh, the growth of it is just amazing. And uh, but Greenville and Winterville is a baseball town, but it's uh, it's a softball town as well, Bo. Maybe even more so than baseball.
8: Yeah, it's always amazing how, how uh, generous this community is and how they support youth athletics, and particularly softball and, and baseball.
2: So tell us uh, about the league. How many, uh, how many teams are you looking at this year?
8: I'm hoping in the spring, uh, Cliff, that we'll have um, somewhere around 25 teams. It's about 250, to 275 on the girls' And it's, uh, it's always nice to see those kind of numbers. And we're, um, you know, we're, we're in the middle of registration right now.
2: And f- uh, how can folks register their girls to get signed up?
8: As long as your daughter achieved four years of age before December 31st, which is the, the softball cutoff date for Little League softball, as long as they're four years old by the end of the year, they can start out in our, in our six and under league. And uh, we should have girls all the way out there, all the way to 12. And uh, we'd love to have 14 and unders, but it's, um, it's a, uh, you know, it seems to be a, a trend across the country is that we're losing more and more of the, the upper limits on the girls. But, uh, yeah, the registration's underway. Um, I couldn't even tell you what the price is, but if you'll go online um, you know, to the PCGSL.org, they will um they'll get you signed up and there's all kinds of information there and this is going to go on till february the 15th is what i've been told
2: okay so uh you got a little time but go ahead and get ready and sign up now with the Pitt county girls softball league and if you go to that website uh pcgsl.org you can find how to register, and uh, all the info you need to know about this league. Uh, Bo, what kind of fundraising uh, opportunities are you you doing right now?
8: Well, we're always looking for team sponsors. Uh, We're in pretty good shape on that, but I would love to talk with anybody who's interested. Um, uh, Just get in touch with me. My cell number is 252 714 Five four eight five. I respond better to text than I do emails, and I, that's just part of being an older fella. So um,
2: I don't know. I think I think that means you're with the times if you're texting more than emailing.
8: I already brought you your gifts. You don't have to, don't have to butter me
2: up. Somebody said, uh, Jamie said, Bo's going to get me all sugared up and tired before the uh, our basketball That's, game tonight.
8: Hey, that ought to last about 30 seconds.
2: <laughs> it's going to be a quick one. Well, start the clock at 30, and we'll see if anybody can put if a bucket can in.
8: get can make 30 seconds.
2: <laughs> all right, so uh, what, uh, what other info do we need to know, Bo?
8: Well, I'm also always looking for uh, fence sign sponsors. We have a lot of fence out. There and we'd love to cover it up with, uh, and, and I'm not trying to compete against uh, 92.7 for advertising, but it's, uh, you know, it's it's our it's a great way to get your name out there and uh, at a very reasonable price. It ranges anywhere from 450 up to up to 1250, and uh, then the renewal prices are uh, take a couple hundred dollars off of every one of those prices. I just talked about, and that's what you'll be looking at for um, the years after that.
2: Uh, Bo, a lot of people are are regulars and locals. They know about this league for folks that uh, are maybe just tuning in, new to the area. So tell us where the games are played and and all that.
8: Yeah, we're very proud of our complex out on uh, Reedy Branch Road. It's 4799. Um, It's uh, called the Sarah Law Complex, named in honor of one of our earliest players who passed away in 1995, which, Mm. wow, is coming up on 30 years that we lost Sarah. But uh, as a result of that loss, we we banded together, and within three years, built the girls' four-field complex with restrooms and lights and everything else like that. And we're very proud of that, and it uh, continues to be improved by the present board. Uh, We keep uh, last uh, proud to announce that we now have um, LED lighting, which is going to really help the, uh, the, the appearance out there during the games and also the safety. Because it'll it'll make the balls more visible for the girls. We're um, you, you know, but there and I know there's some kind of an effort on the way. I I don't get involved with capital campaigns much anymore, just because I don't know that I'll live long enough to see them get completed. But. Um, but uh, yeah, there is uh, talk about a new concession stand, and we've built and cages out there, and um, they're very, very proud of the complex.
2: Awesome stuff. Bobat's joining us in the Pirate Radio studios, Pitt County Girls Softball, PCGSL.org, if you want to get your girl registered. And once again, starting uh, as young as four, you say? Yes, all,
8: the, all the way through through 12 or 13, and then, uh, like I said, we'd love to have older kids out there, too, because that's, it's funny, over the years, when I first got out there, we were a top-heavy league with, with more 13 to 18-year-olds, and over the years, you know, we've, we've kept uh, expanding downward in terms of uh, the starting age groups and that kind of stuff, but um, it, uh, you know, it, I would love to see a resurgence of the upper age groups good stuff
2: uh Bo, <coughs> any other uh, additional info we need to know about the p county girls Softball League?
8: no just uh go to go to the website that that uh, that we just talked about pcgsl.org um there's a lot of information there and uh we'd love to get you out there we'll i know that registrations will be open at least until february the 15th but don't wait to the last second like most everybody including myself does and um Go ahead and get and get your girl registered, and uh, if you're interested in coaching or being a team mom, make sure you include that information on the uh, on the registration form. And um, you know, we just would just love to have you girls out there. I, just a, another note, you know, the league uh, um, is is a is a bit uh, Little League affiliate, and we're as everybody knows, and I'm sure that reads the paper or listens to 92.7. We um, you know, we're we're the city of Greenville is going to host the uh, the girls' World Series, twelve and under World Series for another four or five years, I think. Which um, that doesn't surprise me. The facility is is unequaled in in uh, in, in, in in little league circles, and um, it wouldn't surprise me to see one of these days they just name this thing the the permanent host of it.
2: Yeah, we had uh, that team that went from here. Um, last year in our studio they had to go earn it they went down to what was it georgia, to georgia. Had to win their way in and uh that was an awesome story and to be able to see that park and see a, a team from uh here in our backyard uh, represent north carolina was awesome on uh, national tv
8: it was they they, they presented themselves well and, and came up just short and uh but you know, naturally we're we're everybody in this area is proud of their efforts and uh, hoping that that can happen again in the future
2: Bo, uh, who you got in the Super? Who's going to win the Super Bowl this year?
8: Yeah, uh, it won't be my my Buffalo Bills. <laughs> oh no,
2: you're a Bills guy.
8: Oh yeah, my I my, didn't know that. My dad had a had a first cousin that was a receiver for the Bills back when they first started in 1960. Wow. And um, his last name was not Bats, but it was Bass, and they were they were first cousins, and. Um, so I've always been a, a Buffalo Bills fan. I love the hat and the logo. I've always thought that was one of the yeah. the neatest. My sentimental favorite would be the uh, Detroit Lions.
2: Yeah, I would I, love I would to, like see, to them. see
8: them. But I got a bad feeling—not um, a bad feeling, but I think it's going to be somebody coming out of the NFC, uh, either the uh, Niners, Niners, or the. Well, I take that back. It's actually, I think, it's either going to be the Chiefs or the Ravens, AFC, that are going to going to win. This. So, are
2: you uh, cousins with the bass guy that missed the kick yesterday?
8: <laughs> <laughs> You're claiming him? oh no, he's he's
2: you know, no man. No. So you went through the uh, the oh, Jim Kelly God. years, I, and I've now been the... through
8: nine of those missed uh, wide <laughs> rights.
2: That is a real shame. That oh, is, uh, that's it tough. is
8: it is it is. They get so close, but um, yeah, they they didn't play that last I didn't think they played that last drive the last couple of drives very smart I don't yeah. know why they well all they needed to do was drive the ball down the field either score or, or kick a field goal and put it into overtime but now they they're sitting there throwing long they're passes taking shots yeah taking shots that that I just thought were unnecessary and then that guy that whined all the time digs
2: he, he came up small he,
8: he must have been watching the Kansas City Chiefs uh, receivers earlier in the year because they <laughs> couldn't catch anything and <laughs> He dropped about three or four last night. So. I tell you
2: what, I, I joked on Twitter about it that Stephon Diggs is really going to be yelling at Stephon Diggs because he loves to yell at folks when it's not going right, and he was the one that was uh, was messing it up yesterday.
8: Yeah, I tell you what, Josh Allen's a tremendous tremendous uh, quarterback, and I mean they ran the ball well, they did everything well except that the defense. You can't you can't give Patrick Mahomes any time left. And with unless you've got a 40-point lead because he's going to he's gonna figure out a way to make it happen.
2: Bo Batts joining us. Uh, Bo, before we let you go, uh, folks need to go to pcgsl.org, get signed up. Got till February 15th. That's correct. All right. Uh, anything else, Bo?
8: No. Hey, anybody got any questions, uh, give me a call, 252-714-5485. I'll be glad to, to either try to answer your questions or get you somebody who actually does know the answer so um you know we just uh we're proud of this being the 31st year of the league and the 26th year out at sarah law complex
2: that is awesome bo i uh, appreciate your time always fun you're welcome anytime thank you, you don't man. have to ask just pop in and we'll get you on
8: thank you man i look forward to playing you in basketball <laughs> yes sir to the, to the death
2: this is like an old duel uh Beau versus Brian, you mean like an
5: o-duels
2: <laughs> 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 let's take a break we'll come back when we return uh we'll talk to the young man brian bailey how about that he'll join us on the other side when we uh return on pirate radio live back with you after this
1: listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Carolina Caliber, Eastern North Carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years. Visit carolinacalibercompany.com to shop today. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
2: Back with you. Pirate Radio Live so there's a uh, I've seen a lot of advertisements for a Bob Marley movie coming out I remember you know in high school you like I don't know if it's like this for everybody I assume for a lot of folks but like you get into classic rock and you learn about Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and great bands and then there's the, the Bob Marley phase that people would put that on at a party never really got into that phase. to the reggae to the i <laughs> just wasn't rastafarian there i don't know
3: well i mean as far as rastafarian i think bob marley's like two maybe three songs that i know uh that's about as far as i went so yeah so
2: and don't fear we do have a woman here shirley rhodes
3: yeah
2: and we have chandler honeycutt and joining us on the pirate radio live line we have double b brian bailey here on a monday bb how you doing man
7: not too bad how are you
2: doing good coming off another ecu baseball media day and um bailey you hear the words culture uh said quite a bit and uh, we just go into every year expecting big things from a cliff godwin baseball team this year certainly no different uh high expectations for these pirates this year
7: yeah, and I think it's interesting when you talk to them. You know, they really don't talk about going to Omaha. They talk more about the fact that you know we're building a program to win a national championship. And some people say, "Hey, that's you know that's never going to happen." But the way baseball is, and we've seen you know upstarts before, and so I think that hey, you know, go for the gusto. And I, I like the attitudes. You know, I you almost could feel a different uh, type of maturity from everybody today. Yeah. Uh, you know, in years past, you know, when teams are ranked and, and you know, guys are like, you know, they, they all say, Hey, you know, we gotta do it on the field, blah, 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 but you can almost feel it in the you know, feel it in what the guys were saying, the look on their eyes. I mean, they, this is a team that, that knows that they're amongst the best in the country. If they go out and play power baseball, they can beat anybody in the country. And like Cliff says, if they don't play well, then they're gonna lose.
2: And they got their big picture goals. They're also very be where your feet are and, and next opponent next practice next at bat next pitch all that so they're very in the moment but i did ask carter cunningham like you two years ago you got texas here in a super regional last year you go on the road uh, to virginia and you saw how difficult that was in two losses to the cavaliers like do you do you talk about hey we got to make sure these games are at home at the end of the year and he didn't necessarily say that's the the chat but what he did say was every game matters whether it's your season opener whether it's the LeClaire Classic uh, a rival game in state rival game against state or Carolina a conference game or just a midweek game and you know in the the middle of February the committee's looking at every single game and I like that mindset, Bailey. That they're they're treating every game the same and and going out and uh, trying to and knowing they need to win every game if they want to achieve their goals, which is to play some late postseason baseball here in the uh, friendly confines.
7: Yeah, wouldn't that be something, man? To play you know a regional and then a, a super regional at Clark Leclaire, and that's you know that that's on the table for sure. And, and like you said, I mean that's that's the goal, and and it's you know it, it's so different than everything else you know that you cover at east carolina i mean this is a this is a championship style program that that's, does things great on the field and off the field and you know cliff deserves a lot of credit hard to believe he's been here 10 years yeah i want to get a picture of him 10 years ago and kind of compare him and see how much he's aged <laughs> but i haven't done that yet i may work on that for the banquet on
5: saturday night
2: who's your uh your bailey's best with this team bailey who, who are uh, your favorite players either to talk to or, or guys you think that could be having a good year this year who are, who are your favorites
7: well, as far as watching them play, Jacob Starling to me is just—I just—I just really every time he comes to bat, I mean, every, every time he, he on defense, I just really like to watch him. I mean, I, and I don't know him very well, but, but you know when you, you say something like that, I mean, he's just somebody that that is such a dynamic player. I'll never forget the Texas, you know, yeah. home run he hit late, and just—I mean, he, he just
2: crushed
7: it. And, and the jungle was going crazy. And, you know, just you know, so I think a lot of, of watching him play for
2: sure. And I talked to him today about his flair for the dramatic, had the, uh, the big homer in the ninth against Texas. Last year he comes up bases loaded against Virginia. And, man, he just missed it. It's one that I know he wants to have it back because it was there for him. And he didn't miss it by much, Bailey. He just about hit a, uh, a game time grand slam in that situation. So he loves the big moment. He's come up big in those.
7: Yeah, yes, and and I remember that one too. You're exactly right, but uh, and this team's got so much, you know, personality and, and Cliff lets them be themselves, and uh, you know you see that all over the place, and they're, they're just a fun team to to watch. And I, I think it's encouraging too, especially with this cold snap we've had lately. Man, it's just it gets a lot of myself included. You get a little down. It's so cold outside, you can't do anything, and it's supposed to be warmer, you know, later in the week, and and baseball starts, and you know the you know the warm air is coming. When baseball season starts, it's, it's around. Now it's going to be cold. Some there are going to be some cold weather games, but you know that warm air is, is going to be here eventually, and it's going to be nice again.
2: And uh, Bailey, I didn't mean to get you roped into a bet, but apparently uh, it happened today. Uh, if Cliff Gowan gets ejected three or more times, he uh, owes us a dinner. And he said if he if it's less than two and a half, we owe him a dinner. And I'm glad your name got attached to it because. Uh, You know, you know a lot of people in town. You can foot the bill, I think.
7: There you go. We'll take him somewhere, that's for sure. I don't know if uh, I. I was kind of laughing about it because I was thinking, like, you know, I was trying to remember how many times he was ejected
2: last year. He said two last year, so I remember the one after the game at Campbell, right? And then there, or in Fayetteville, and then there was another, I guess. So.
7: Yeah. I think we can get him riled up enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brian Bailey joining us. Uh, Bailey, you fired up for the uh, the banquet coming up?
7: Oh, you always have. I mean, it's it's uh, and I say it every year. It's just it's an honor that, that they allow me to to MC the thing, and uh, it's just you know it's basically it's a fun night of, of getting you know again looking forward to the baseball season. You get to hear from the pirates, you know, some of the seniors. You get to hear from. Some of the past stars uh Gavin Williams is going to speak this year uh so it's 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 really it's such a well put together banquet and, and cliff and, and and Blake over there they work so hard on it to get it all organized and they just do a, a fabulous job with it and you know every time you know it, it finishes up people come up and say, hey we really enjoyed it and it's it just it's in most banquets you go to it's kind of one of those things like oh man we've got we've got this banquet you know and you want to go to, to banquets and with awards and stuff, but you know I'm lucky to have two of them that I really enjoy back to back. We got the hot stove banquet on Wednesday night, and then Saturday night we got the East Carolina baseball banquet. I get to MC both of them, and they're two events that I really really enjoy doing, and, and thankful I get to do it again this year
2: and the pirate fans their, their favorite part of going to the bank the baseball banquet is being able to sit with the players and i've talked to the players bailey that's their favorite part of it too getting to kind of know the fans talk to them and and let the fans get then get the to know the players as people and uh, the guys really enjoy that and appreciate that you mentioned uh, the hot stove banquet that'll be discussed coming up tuesday on the brian bailey show that's right uh, no brian bailey show today so we'll See you uh, noon on Tuesday for the Brian Bailey Show and a big guest uh, because Chris Bassett will be speaking uh, at the Hot Stove Banquet and uh, he is now with the Blue Jays. You remember him from the Mets briefly and the A's uh, before that, Uh, but he has a a tie to Eastern North Carolina, Bailey. I know I had a friend of mine who said, hey, I know Chris Bassett, I I can get him on your show. That was about three years ago, Uh, but Bailey got him on his show. Uh, It'll be coming up tomorrow on the BB show
7: looking forward to that Ronald Vincent's going to stop by as well. He's been a hot stove since day one. Brian Weingarts and his wife Ann now run uh the Pitt Greenville Hot Stove Banquet, so then, uh, Brian's going to join us as well and uh like I said it it's a it's a real it's a celebration of baseball and and some really good people are going to be honored and uh it's it's just a a really really nice night. And again, it it's it, for whatever reason I've I've been to a lot of banquets and awards things and you have to sit there and wait. And it feels like it lasts forever. But these two usually just fly by. I mean, it it's it's it, it goes, and the the door prizes have been you know a staple of the Pitt Greenville Hot Stove Bank. Most every you know little leaguer that comes to the banquet goes home with something, which is really cool too. And uh, they just they've always done a great job of the Pitt Greenville Hot Stove League Banquet. And looking forward to that coming up Wednesday
5: night.
2: Brian, uh, man, what a great weekend of football! And of course, my team wasn't a part of it. Your team dropped out the previous week but i know you're a guy like myself that just loves uh, a sunday of football and we saw by my math 15 out of 16 quarters this weekend were good competitive football the only one that got away was the fourth quarter that ravens game outside of that uh, some good competitive games that uh, went down to the end
7: yeah and and they were they were all competitive games and and really you know fun to watch and he just you know, when you when you have a favorite team that I don't know if they're close or not. They keep saying they're close, but I'm I'm beginning to wonder. You know, the only real egg that's been dropped in the whole playoffs has been by the Cowboys and Green Bay just and Green Bay crushed the Cowboys. And I thought Green Bay outplayed San Francisco. I, I I think San Francisco better feel lucky that they you know came out of there you know with that win because Green Bay really played well in that game. And uh, I don't know Detroit may have something for San Francisco. I think you know the, the 49ers are favored, and so are the Ravens for good reason. But you know, Kansas City reminds me of an NBA team that just it just, uh, just kind of flops around <laughs> until the playoffs start, and then they just you know they put it in a different gear because they look good uh, in that game against Buffalo. But Buffalo had their chances. I mean, you missed that late field goal, and uh, you, you feel for Buffalo because they have a, an outstanding team, and you know their window of opportunity may be running out because they're really really good, but they just can't get over the hump.
2: Shirley bailey gather around let me tell you a story uh longest championship game appearance droughts washington redskins football team commanders it has been 32 seasons 1991 nfc championship shirley's miami dolphins 1992 31 seasons bailey's cowboys 1995 28 seasons without a championship appearance and uh the dolphins have had a little more success the cowboys have had a lot more success uh since washington in that time period but misery loves company so uh would like to welcome y'all to the pity party
7: yeah well it's a pity party i I still put on my cowboy hat on sundays and root for dallas even though they don't play i still root for them yeah they
2: call that you are like in denial bailey you are yeah they've driven you mad
3: well, they, like they say, denial ain't just a river in Egypt, but I, I, you might want to add one more soon because I think it's going to be one of those deals where the bills are going to wind up in that conversation because I think Josh Allen, as good as he is, is another dan marino a guy that was really really good but just couldn't get over the hump and and win the championships that he needed to win
2: well uh bailey and i know about the the old bills because uh, my team and his team beat them in the super bowl yeah. there in the 90s and uh it, it almost feels like a repeat bailey that they just cannot get by Mahomes and they cannot make that run in the uh, playoffs
7: and this was a year i mean they had they had them at home and uh, you just you know if you, you watch Kansas City during the regular season you just you just wondered what was off they just they just were off a lot I thought uh, I guess maybe we, maybe we think too much about them but they um, they they played really really well in that game against Buffalo and and they they probably, they were the better team although Buffalo had their chances and that was a that was a well played game that was fun to watch but you hate it, it comes down to a kicker oh
2: wide right and uh yeah i like your nba analogy bailey they do seem like a team they can just flip that switch uh when it matters the most and it'll be kc baltimore it'll be san fran and detroit uh i definitely like san fran uh, on the nfc side I, I man, i was rooting for the packers late in that game because i thought how about a packers Lions nfc championship in detroit and and you know the the Packers have had so much history, and they've won their Super Bowls. And the Lions with a chance to get to one by beating a, a division rival like that would have been awesome. Yeah. I just don't know about Detroit going on the road to San Fran.
7: Yeah, I think I think you're right there. I, I like San Francisco there, and you know when you look at at, at Kansas City and Baltimore,
2: that one's got me confused.
7: I, like I, yeah. If they, if, yeah.
2: Can you pick against Mahomes at this point? And and the Ravens have looked so good, and they're at home. I I don't know. After seeing yesterday, I'm leaning Kansas City. I just I'm almost scared to pick against them at this point.
7: Yeah, I mean that's that's they turn it up a notch, and they've been there before. And I mean, what is it, six straight AFC championships for Kansas City? Yeah,
2: that is nuts. That, that's that's uh, crazy. Yeah, you just don't see that. No. Do you got a pick? I don't. Or are you going to wait till the end of the week?
7: I'm going to wait till the end of the week. <laughs> what everybody else says, but I, I I agree with you. I think that's a that's a difficult. I mean, it's easy to, to go with the home team, go with the favorites, but you know, I mean, Kansas City is not going to go down you know easily. That's going to be tough. Tough for Baltimore.
2: And uh, John Gilbert, somebody, can we uh, can we work on this schedule for uh, basketball schedule for Sunday? We got ECU and Temple. And let me double check. That game is scheduled for five o'clock on Sunday. so we like second half of Ravens Chiefs. Not a fan of that. What oh, is it? Huh? Yeah, it's on ESPN two, so it definitely the timing getting changed. It is a done deal. So uh yeah, I reckon I'll be there in Minji's, uh watching the game on my phone or something. Frustrating one there, Bailey, on Saturday. Pirates led for thirty three straight minutes basically. Uh, of game time in that game and uh, uab was able to to win it down the stretch by my count that is the 10th game of the season that has been up for grabs in the final four minutes and east carolina is now three and seven in those games
7: and that's tough and that's you know that's part i guess of the maturation process and trying to build you know we talk so much about culture today with pirate baseball but pirate basketball is also trying to you know create a culture and and that's that's really difficult because some of these, you know, the teams in the American are good teams. And I think Mike Schwartz has got a good team, but it's just difficult to get over, over that hump when you're trying to, to figure out a way to win some of these close games. And uh, it's, it's extremely difficult, especially on the road like that. When you get on the road and a little thing happens and this and that, and it can snowball quickly.
2: And uh, good to see the women get back on track with the win. Uh, I talked to Mully. He was at the game on Saturday. He said he couldn't believe anybody made it out of that game without an injury. They were diving on the floor going after loose balls and uh, Kim McNeil's team really needed one after three straight losses, Bailey.
7: They really did. Amy McNeil can, play, can really play some basketball and for her to go up and break Gaynor O'Donnell's mark 15 of 15 from the free throw line and Gaynor O'Donnell's one of the greats you know, in, in women's basketball East Carolina. Just a sweet girl and uh, we saw her a couple of years ago. I think it was when she went in the Hall of Fame, maybe, is when we, we saw her again, but uh, really, and she she came back right, she came back as as a basketball ops person for a while. That's what we got to talk to her a lot then, but uh, what a, you know, just a great, great uh, ambassador for women's basketball in the past, and, uh, you know, for Danae to come through like that, that was good
2: brian bailey joining us on the pirate radio live line brian bailey show coming up at noon on tuesday gonna get you ready for the big uh Pitt greenville hot stove league banquet and uh talking baseball bailey great time of the year to uh, talk some baseball hey and uh the weather's gonna get nicer this week it'll be good for the teams uh to get out there and practice in some 60 degree weather
7: Yeah, that'd be nice, man. I tell you, even today, when it got to be like 40, it felt warm. (laughs) Yeah. It's been so
2: cold. You had to thaw out a little bit. Bailey, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Anytime, now. All right. Uh, His phone worked this week. Yes, it did. It worked last week. I swear. Man, I don't know. We got some conspiracy theories out there about what happened last week.
7: I swear. Yeah. NFL told me not not to have
2: the phone work correct <laughs> thank you bb there is brian bailey i talked to bailey at the basketball game last wednesday and i was like man i think you were pulling a fast one on us last week we were trying to talk cowboys and your phone kept cutting out he blamed us he got shirley to blame us but now looking back on it i don't know and he's doing the whole man i'm not smart enough to do that yeah right that's what somebody's smart enough to that could do that would say let's take a break can we get a camera shot on uh chan can we get that real quick that poor button is hanging on my goodness
3: (laughs) by a thread
2: by a pure tea thread (laughs) Chandler's got his uh, adjustable uh, hat on backwards. Look at that poor one button.
3: <laughs> Look at it. It's, that's not a forehead. That's a five-head.
2: If you lean into the mic, you can almost hear the button. Hey, lean into the mic, Chandler. To the mic with your uh, button. Put your butt.
5: <laughs>
2: you can hear it struggling.
5: It's straining as hard as oh, it. Don't
3: no. I give up. Don't know how much longer <laughs> I can hold out. <laughs>
2: man good stuff thanks for being a good sport chon what do you think of glenn's uh arby's hat he had I you i thought it was funny that was funny that was good
0: it still didn't fit though
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break come back more to go pirate radio live on a monday we'll have our fleet feet rundown when we return after this
1: listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by carolina caliber eastern north carolina's premier outdoor shooting sports store for over 60 years visit carolina caliber to shop today now back to the show
3: welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's
2: I didn't know how, like, socially conscious the Arrested Development was. I just knew they I like, the beats of their songs. It was kind of funny to, like, go back and read the lyrics or understand the words we were singing, like, to songs. Oh, yeah. And then realize what they were actually saying. Oh,
3: yeah. That uh, fascinates me. Yeah.
2: Um, man, what I love to do on this show is just throw out a little piece of bread in the water. And then all the fishies come get it. And uh,
3: you like to throw a little chum in the water? Yeah. Okay.
2: And that's exactly what happened a moment ago because we got some good Chon head stuff going on right now on YouTube. <laughs> By the way,
0: it did not make it to the break.
2: Yeah, it snapped. Which uh, Eric said, Chon doesn't wear fitted hats, he wears fitting hats they fit in the pop off that noggin
3: <laughs> <laughs> hold on wait a minute wait a minute
2: wait, wait, yeah get wait, the rim wait, shot ready here there we go steve said "Chon's favorite vacation spot nag's head Chon was a great student in high school he was head of the class Chon's favorite band head zeppelin stairway to mm,
5: okay
2: um jamie says he's been to the third to last button maybe second never the last one Sean may have found something uh something new you said how comfortable that is let it loose man yeah
0: even if you're on like the third or fourth one like just just unstrap it
2: yeah but for most people it would fall off at that point for you
0: yeah that is true it's a great fit all right for this is for all you big-headed people out there just go ahead and unstrap that last button. It feels great. <laughs> it's not as stressful on my head. It's like uh getting you need, a... you like, need I feel one like my that's... head is, I feel like my head is breathing. Mm. Like you it's bre- it's finally breathing.
3: You don't need the ones with the holes in it. You need like the sliding adjustable cloth little piece. That's what you need. Like a dash. I would had. let that loose too. Yeah, probably you know when
2: you get home and you unbutton your pants for the first time and and you just let out that long sigh your head just did that
0: i get home and instead of 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 unbuttoning uh, your pants i go what
3: a (laughs) day what a day man man i might Uh, go to bed early
2: uh,
0: hold on i get done i get done having a big meal and i just lean back and i go (laughs)
2: hang on honey let me slip into a little something more comfortable
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) mike p said the long (laughs) the long snapper needs a longer snapback uh tyler said it popped just like my g-string on my guitar all right that did not pass go for shirley do not collect two hundred dollars. Fleet Feet rundowns brought to you by Fleet Feet. We need a let's see Fleet Feet go deadhead, dread uh, bedhead. We need a we need a we need a hat store like Fleet Feet. What would we call it?
5: Hmm.
2: Bedhead. Um, dreadhead. We'll we'll work on the name. Because we need to put Chandler's giant head through a 3D scanner, a 3D head scanner, and measure his head arch and width, <laughs> arch height and width, I should yeah. say.
3: We also need to know where his pressure points are.
0: <laughs> and unfortunately, no, well, I, instead, it's not going to have one-on-one no, service. We're going to need at least it's four. It's like people. five-on-one service. <laughs> it's like a doctor team in there. We're going to
2: need more hands. <laughs> i can only get his forward <laughs> we're gonna need somebody on the back and the sides but fleet feet can do all this for your feet so you'll be feeling your feet will be feeling as comfortable as chandler's head when he unpops the last button your feet will be breathing a sigh of relief while you're walking while you're running while you're doing anything between walking and running Uh, They are located at 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. Um, Shirley, did you load up the baseball cuts? I did. Let's hear uh, a minute or so of Cliff Goblin, what he had to say earlier today at ECU Baseball Media Day.
9: Welcome. Hey, thank you guys for coming out. Uh, It's always an exciting time of the year um, when you guys, we have Media Day. I'm always amazed at how the support has grown over the past 10 years. Um, I'm just honored to be the head baseball coach at East Carolina, going into our 10th season and to be a part of something that's way bigger than me, Um, dating back to when I was a player and now as a coach. And uh, just excited to get going with our guys. Our guys have done a really good job in the preseason, and we're super excited about getting going in real practice, real scrimmages this weekend. Questions for
7: Coach? Coach, can you believe this is
9: year 10? <laughs> no, I can't, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I look back at you, man, hey, we're getting older, aren't we? <laughs> um, but, no, it's, uh, it's been a blessing, obviously, to be here for 10th season. And, and coaching today, uh, the longevity of coaches, obviously, is getting shorter and shorter. So, it's an honor to be the head coach at East Carolina, and we're super excited to get going. With the knowledge you have now, what would you say to that first year with Cliff Godwin uh, 10 years ago? Um, well, I had uh, one of my best friends tell me uh, recently that uh, how I had changed in a good way, but that I used to tell people that we were going to kick their tails. We would kick their tails, and then I would tell them how we were going to do it. So I would uh, tone it back a whole lot and uh, drop my ego a uh, big time. Um, a little bit and know that uh, it's a collective effort and um if it wasn't for the good lord up top that i wouldn't be sitting here today so um those are some things i'd humble myself for sure um dating back 10 years ago all
2: right there is some of cliff godwin we've got his full presser up on pirate radio tv if you want to hear uh, what he had to say Regarding Media Day, and uh, we will have at some point Jeff Palumbo, Austin Knight, Jacob Jenkins, Coward, Justin Wilcoxon, Jacob Starling, Trey Savage, Zach Root, and Danny Beal, and those interviews up as well. Uh, Steve said, "Chon needs to take eight Tylenol for a headache." And a lot of space to cover. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Nichols got a, a kick out of that one. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Don't you
2: laugh at that coach. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> well uh talk to Jay Nick coming up here in a few minutes. Chon, did you uh watch, listen to, follow basketball on Saturday? Uh
0: actually no. Um I did a lot of bouncing around on Saturday. Uh went and saw my grandma Uh, We did watch the The last last three, three three, four minutes of the basketball game. uh, Mm. That was ugly. Apparently, that was the worst four minutes of the basketball game.
2: Yeah, you remember uh, the previous game, the Pirates got stuck on 55? Yep. I want to say it was like, was it 51 this time? I don't know, whatever it was. They just down the stretch they, they made some free throws i think it was ezra and jaden walker hit some free throws to kind of keep them in it but uab hit the big shots east carolina could not and once again by my count east carolina is now three and seven in games that were anybody's game within the last three or four minutes
0: yeah and something that i did see in that last three or four minutes that we've seen quite a bit this season uh turnovers Um, and the inability to get a rebound. Uh, There was one that was frustrating that looked like it was going to go out of bounds, and then uh, a UAB Blazer was able to kind of kick it out to a guy, and it was able to reset the shot clock. So, um, yeah, that last four minutes is where it got away for East Carolina. And you're looking at this team uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And you get a win against Tulsa. You get a win at Temple. Yeah. You're 2-1 and one in the conference. You're feeling great. And now you're looking at a, a team that is behind the eight ball and is having to go on the road once again coming up here soon. So um, if, if they're going to want to turn this thing around, they're going to have to do it immediately. And it's not going to get any easier going down the stretch.
2: And this league is insane. Uh, you had Memphis losing a couple last week. UTSA had FAU on the ropes, had a double-digit look, a lot like East Carolina did, had a double-digit lead on them in the first half. FAU comes back to win in overtime. Charlotte knocks off North Texas over the weekend. So now Charlotte is 5-1 and one at the top of the league with FAU. North Texas dropped to 4-1. and one. Uh, South Florida playing some good basketball as well. They are 4-1 and one in the league. And my pick now, after the old uh, eye test, I got SMU winning the whole uh, winning the league this year. By the way, did
3: you that you speaking of the Florida Atlantic game? Did you see how many points were scored in that game?
2: Uh, it, was, it was both like in the hundreds. Right? Yeah,
3: that was like one twenty three to one oh three. UTSA
2: in... seems to like to play like that, so yeah. I'm interested to see how we we're, we're going to match up with that because we like to uh, keep it a little lower than they do. Oh yeah. Uh, let's take our break. We'll come back when we return. Jason Nichols will join us. Uh, what a weekend of football! We'll talk about that. Some coaching carousel and more pirate radio live here on a Monday, hour three. Back with you after this. Hey, I,
6: yeah. hey, I, yeah, yeah. Here, have a dive. In fact, no the man. Here, have Here you go.
3: hunting home defense and personal protection including a wide variety for ladies and youth they will buy sell and trade carolina caliber locally owned and operated since 1960 on fire tower road in winterville and online at carolina now let's head back in to prl here is clip brock all
2: right back with you pirate radio live here on a monday clark is on facebook and he says, Shirley, it was a pleasure having you visit us.
3: It was a pleasure to dine at your fabulous uh, establishment.
2: And he said, Clip, you're next. Come on down. Yep. And unlike John, I love some seafood. Did you eat seafood?
3: No, I'm not a seafood eater. However, they did um, have on the menu some alternatives. So I had a chicken uh, tender basket with uh, it was tossed in a sauce called shipwreck. And I got that uh, on recommendation from chandler it's like a thai chili and buffalo sauce mix Mm. and it was absolutely delicious and for dessert i threw in um a turtle turtle cheesecake and that was very good
2: i like turtles oh it was very good i like turtles (laughs) all right um that sounds good i'm gonna have to get over there uh jason nichols joins us in the pirate radio studios coming off a big playoff football weekend jay nick how you doing man
6: man doing good clip how about you
2: doing great <clears throat> good to see you and uh kind of talked about it hour one maybe some some life news but we're still gonna wait on that until
6: all the t's are crossed yes <laughs> fair enough and, eyes, uh, and the, you gotta dot them eyes that dies i mean it's just a it's a formality right now but um just just waiting before I pull the trigger.
2: There you go. Fair enough. Uh but hopefully uh and looking forward to Jason Nichols being back in the coaching world which means uh unless we get the Pirate Radio private jet fueled <laughs> up, probably not going to be on the fifth quarter uh this upcoming football season. Uh but man, uh, it was awesome to have you. We'll talk more about that when we give our final farewells and all that good stuff but um got a basketball note for you we talked about the pirates failing to close down the stretch and by my count east carolina now three and ten or three and seven in games this year out of ten games where it's been anybody's game the last three or four minutes Mm -hmm. pirates have only won three of those uh, Shirley, can I get a stat to consider? Because Johnny Stats is on Facebook. The stat to consider. The Pirates have been outscored 57-38 to 38 in the final five minutes of conference play. That's a hell of a stat right there. Uh, so that, that kind of shows you. And a lot of those points uh, came in the uh, FAU game because we were right there with them. They ended up winning by 15. The other games have been much closer than that. Although the UAB game, it was back and forth. Spread was four and a half. You looked up with four minutes left, five minutes left, and said, well, this will at least be an easy cover for the Pirates. Uh, No, UAB uh, hit some threes down the stretch, hit the free throws, and uh, end up winning the game, covering, and and all that. So, once again, Pirates are close, but uh, but close don't get it done, Chase.
6: Well, just... trying to learn how to win a game down the stretch
2: Uh question for Jason Nichols from Jamie as we get into some NFL talk uh, does Buffalo replace Sean McDermott <laughs> he says Bill Belichick seems meant for that job Man, I don't know about that
6: everybody wants Bill Belichick <laughs> right now I'm, I'm hearing his name and I'm
2: hearing his, and, his, Atlanta, want yeah.
6: and oh if you had to make a change Bill Belichick is the guy to go with you know um I don't know. I mean, you know, you you have to sit there, I guess, as the owner if they're going to go through the process and say, does this guy get us over the hump? I mean, it's like what we said um, when we were off the air. Is it better to get there than not be there at all? And so...
2: Marv Levy has got to be one of the best coaches of all time, but is known, and Buffalo is known, for losing all those Super Bowls.
6: Yes, four of them.
2: We were talking about, because it seems like And this is hot take radio, but, like, these bills just aren't going to do it. If they haven't done it yet, they're not going to do it. They got the Chiefs at home this year. This is the year Chiefs uh, are not the same Chiefs they've looked like. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the wide receivers he's had in the past. This is the year, no. Chiefs beat Buffalo, whether it's at Arrowhead, whether it's at, you know, Orchard Park, wherever. So it feels like these bills may not get it done and got to – talking about and asking the chat who are the best teams that did it for a number of years that did not win a Super Bowl and we had some good responses to that going back to Marino's Dolphins um, Andy Reid's Eagles was a good answer Uh, Chad brought up Minnesota with Cunningham moss and carter and they also put up a ton of points with Pepper, moss and carter so the i brought up the uh mcnair and eddie george titans which they got to a super bowl they were one yard away remember the stretch out
5: um
2: but it always seemed like they would lose to the ravens or the steelers or somebody in the playoffs and and they had really good teams so uh it's kind of frustrating look I, I had a bad day yesterday. Now Washington has the longest championship drought out of any team uh, in the in the NFL. But there's also a frustration, Jason, to to being really good, getting there and not being able to close the deal.
6: Yeah, I mean it's it's like we were talking about East Carolina basketball losing some games down the stretch. I mean, the difference between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills of recent is they know how to go win that game when it becomes close, you know. So uh, learning how to finish that game and put that game away is was huge because they had some opportunities to win that thing late um, where they had the one throw where um, it comes up short, the guys in the end zone. He's running like a little bender route, and, and the quarterback kind of gets some pressure put on him. But if he's able to step up and make that throw, that's that's a— Probably a win for the Bills.
2: And, uh, Jason, as you've learned this past season, uh, we love to second-guess everything. Callers do. Uh, we do on the <laughs> the fifth quarter. And it's part of it. It's, it's our love of the sport. And it's easy to be the the Monday morning armchair quarterback. But a lot of flack to uh, – man, to, to everywhere. I, I give a lot of it to Diggs. Stefan Diggs is one yeah. of the best, and he came up small in a yeah. big game. Yeah. You got Josh Allen uh, throw into the end zone when he's got guys underneath late. You got the missed field goal. You got the the bonehead fake punt uh, yes. that was called. Uh, so just so many fingers to point at Buffalo right now.
6: Well, and just that little clip we saw right there, uh, I was upset when I saw Kansas City. Uh, was that Nicole?
2: Nicole Hardman.
6: Hardman, who, who stuck the ball out there. It was like first or second down. And the the prime thing you tell guys down there, you do not stick the ball out unless it's fourth down and you got nothing to lose. And he does that. That, that changed the game a little bit right there, too, because that gave Buffalo a chance to get the ball back after that fake punt.
2: There was like five or six uh, straight possessions that led to lead changes. And a lot of them were touchdowns, but field goals were touchdowns. And then you had the fake punt stop, and then that play, that play. which set off uh, a, a lot of stops in a row. Yeah. So it kind of killed the momentum. But you're right, that the Chiefs were basically – I'm going to put it out of reach, it felt like.
6: If they would have scored right there, that would have put the game away. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been a done deal, but they gave him life. And unfortunately, Buffalo was not able to capitalize off of that. And here we go. You know, they, I, I say they didn't capitalize, they drove the ball down the field, gave the field goal kicker a chance to go kick it and make it. Um, it's just the life of a field goal kicker sometimes. Man. You know, you can't <laughs> listen. <laughs> as much as you love him, man, there's times where you're like, God, you got one job to do. And he didn't do it.
2: Couldn't get it done. Uh Mike P says, Is Clip sitting next to the new Panthers coach? Oh Chandler, what do you think? Chandler, how often I'll take him in a heartbeat <laughs> How often would you text Jason uh, After the game and be like Why did you
0: What
2: the hell man? <laughs> <laughs> He would block your number Why so did clear. you make that call Chandler's been Coach drinking
0: You should have went for it, Coach
2: <laughs> He's eight beers in at
0: Tiebreakers <laughs> yeah. Chandler, here are you texting <laughs> <laughs> Coach
6: Nichols it's, it's the third quarter And it's third down and seven <laughs> say, say my phone is in the locker room I won't get that for a while
0: Ah oh, man, it'd be like Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side when he when he, she calls the coach from the stands and says, "Run
6: the damn ball!" <laughs> and he answered the phone. <laughs>
2: yeah, he did. Um, you've kind of talked about this, Jason, about college versus NFL. Would you like one day to to get into the league?
6: I would. Yeah. I tell you what, with so much that's that's changing in college football, it's better off probably to to get into the NFL because at least they have established rules for everything. And right now we're like in the wild wild west and college football when it comes to nil and the transfer portal and all those things i mean it is it is up in the air
2: it is pretty amazing that nowadays we say you can change your roster over more in college way easier than you can in the nfl with free agency and draft and all that don't matter it's easier to change overnight in college right now than than pro
6: Yes, because the pros probably at one point didn't have, you know, which they didn't, free agency. And uh, when they did, you know, you, you go and have a guy and if you didn't have him locked into a contract, I'm sure he could leave and go to another team. So they thought ahead to say, no, we need to put these contracts in here that we sign you to which is what we you would think we would have learned from the NFL to know okay if we're going to do the, um, the, the transfer portal we better be able to put some guidelines in some of these things so these guys just can't leave and, and, and leave you bare handed because to me the exodus is not about now because you had time to fill your, your roster out, you know, just like how East Carolina and everybody else did. They went to go attack some things that they wanted to get better at. But what happens in the spring when that happens, right? Because, like, if you come in and you have 15 guys or 20 guys that want to leave in the spring, where do you find 15 or 20 guys that's good enough to even come in and change a program like that?
2: Yeah. And I think we've experienced that. wasn't – um. Kurt Ben Kurt, I want to say a uh, uh, he left after the spring football uh, when he went to Virginia. I want to say so yeah. you you see those things happen, and you're right; it's tough to to rebound from that. Yes, so late in the, the game.
6: Well, and, and one thing that was mentioned to me a few weeks ago um, was that like right now um, with the way that that uh, a player's clock starts. Uh, when he gets to campus, it really doesn't officially start to the first day of class, right? So if I'm sitting at XYZ University and I have a lot of injuries during camp, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to get on the phone and start researching different guys that maybe we were interested in. Say, hey, you want to come here? Because this clock hadn't started until... School starts to week the first day of class. So what happens if somebody comes and invade your roster during camp? Yeah, because that can technically still happen right now.
2: And um, just saw what Ohio State added a uh, a big time transfer quarterback, quarterback right? Yeah. yeah, and now you've got their current quarterback saying, "Wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> well, what about me? I'm heading out of here. So the domino effect is it's crazy.
6: He, he'll be out of there this spring. He doesn't yeah. win the job. He'll be transferring. But then here's the rule. How many times do you get to transfer? Because right now it's unlimited, it seems like. Yeah. It's supposed to be graduate transfer. You know, you, you, you transfer one time. You can do that without having to sit out. But unless you're a grad transfer, how do you do it a second time or a third time or fourth time? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we have rules, but the rules don't matter, so don't worry about them. Uh, I that's, the, that's the way it is. Uh, Ken Montalolo gets a job. Uh, what, do you th- what do you think about Montalolo to San Jose State?
6: Well, uh, you know what? He, he's uh, a very um, established coach. I think he's going to have to change what he's been doing I, I think I've read something about that in there um, so
2: they're not going to go option there they're,
6: they're not going to do interesting options. he talked about um, Kyle Shanahan maybe you know doing more of what he's done uh, out there with San Fran um, incorporating that into his offense so you know that's one of the things that makes it tough to um, you know and in this profession especially those triple option guys man nobody really wants to see that these days which is why, honestly, that's why Army went to what they tried to do this year. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, um, if you ever going to think about how do I sell somebody, I can have a great record at Army, but if if no if, if a AD comes, which is it has happened, and he, you interview and they bring you to the board and they shoot you down because they're like, no, we don't want triple option. Here. Yeah.
2: That that's not going to excite people. It's not going to work. Not going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Interesting. So uh, we'll see. I I, I'm fascinated to see what Ken Yamato Lolo's team would look like without without an option.
6: Well, I would if he's if he's really on top of it. He'll probably try to incorporate some of it, like what Liberty has done. Right. They've used the shotgun, and they still have some triple. Um, Option stuff spread throughout their offense, but it's not living in it the way that they did at Navy.
2: Talking to Jason Nichols inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Let's uh, take a break. We'll talk more football and recap more of the weekend. Get Jason thoughts on the championship games coming up and uh, still looking to find those dominoes uh, in the coaching carousel in the NFL. Antonio Pierce. I was a fan of his when he was a Redskins linebacker back in the day. Uh, Las Vegas names him the head coach. Um, seeing some interviews. Ron Rivera interviewed with Philadelphia for their vacant defensive coordinator job. So he might get right back into coaching after not uh, succeeding with Washington. More to go. Power Radio Live on a Monday after this.
8: Sheep, yeah. frequency, batter joints called undergrounds. Our funk zones like you hear Mary Jane. They block the bullshit. Boogie had the chain. Do you
5: love me? Do you know you I would ever oh.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years. And are the official team physicians for ECU or Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
2: All right, Shirley Rhodes, Sean, myself, and Jason Nichols, former Pirate Wide Receiver, former Pirate Assistant coach joining us here in the Pirate Radio studios and uh had a blast with Jason throughout the football season on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and US Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-in show and everywhere I go uh now Jason it's not football season but people asking about football man what do you think about what the Pirates have done what they're bringing in and I i try to try to stay balanced about it but a very very aggressive approach to this offseason we we're just talking about it during the break where uh, you can only go up offensively from what ECU did last year, and on paper, it, it feels like they are trending up.
6: Definitely, um, you look at it on paper. We got a great chance to definitely improve off of what we did last year. Although, like you said, it's not you know hard to do that with with the way we played offensively. But um, yeah, I mean the the, the pieces that they've bought in have been very uh, good, you know, on paper. And now you just got to get here and get these guys on the same um, plan. And uh, I don't know how many of those guys are here right now. Um, I would think most of the transfers are in school now. Correct?
2: Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Yeah.
6: So, um, <clears throat> so get those guys out there for spring ball and get them, um, you know, adapted to the. To the uh, offense and the good thing is everybody's going to be on the same page because it's going to be a new system that they're installing so nobody has an advantage right now and uh, you get to go and evaluate and see who, who comes out on top.
2: Jason, uh, you won't, I always hear coaches talk about you won't competition so Jake Garcia and Caden Hauser and you know you still got raheem jeter as right as of right now you still got alex flynn i mean there are quarterbacks that are going to be battling so you'll have that competition which you like uh, you'd also like an established starter and a guy that you know so like yeah you can go both ways like i'm sure you've seen it throughout your career as a player and a coach where you've had both situations right so obviously if you're going to choose one yeah i'll take the established starter who's returning uh holton aylers who returned all those years or shane card and uh, guys like that but how about quarterback battles you, can you go back and think of a few that man this guy these two guys went at it so hard one was named uh, a starter and then he went on to great things you know anybody come to mind for you or those situations
6: well um yeah, you 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 do. I mean like uh, when I was here, um, you know, it was it was like Marcus Crandall was the guy that um was getting ready to replace. It was actually Michael Anderson. Most people think it was Jeff Blake, but it was Michael Anderson that had came in after Jeff Blake. And he kind of became the guy that, that beat out some other guys that were here um, on scholarship. And he kind of took the reins. And, and, you know, we went on to have some good seasons under Marcus. And so...
2: Uh, so Marcus wasn't necessarily anointed. You thought he would be the guy, but he still had to earn it. He basically. still
6: had to earn it. Yeah. I mean, he had some guys uh, that were a little bit ahead of him. Gotcha. And um, so he had to go out there and earn it. And and that was the thing with, with you know, uh, Logan and those guys. Man, I mean... You know, they they did a great job of just evaluating um, who you were and uh, and how you played because, you know, the biggest thing that I try to always preach to players is, you know what, I can like you and not play you. And I can play you and not like you if what you're doing on film and doing out there on that practice field helps us win the game and you're doing it the right way. And so, um, you know, you got to believe what you see. And as they go into this quarterback battle, I'm pretty sure. You know they have in you know some some you know ideas of who they think that they're, they're gonna be the top guy, but at the end of the day to truly get the best, you better let them battle
2: that's uh something interesting you said there Jason because it is hard for people to separate kind of personal from business right so so you've had instances where uh you hear about playing favorites and things like that uh you can't do that if you want to win games right so
6: you know what I, I got that from throughout my career, but, you know, great coaches just say, believe what you see. Yeah. And if what you're watching on film is what you're going to get, is it good enough? And, and you know, and so uh, when the guys are showing you on film whether or not they, they do the right thing, they know the protections, they run the right routes or do all this type of stuff, you got to believe it. And and that film is who they are. And so I, I've learned to just – put the emotions out of it. Uh, yeah, you cheer on certain guys because yeah. you're like, man, that's a great kid and all that good stuff. But listen, in our profession, if you play favorites, you know, and that's what, you know, like very rarely you get a parent that that would call in and be like, why isn't my son playing? But I had that happen to me one time. And, and I told the, the mom, I said, you know what? We get hired and fired here. So if your son is doing all the things he says he's doing, trust me, he would be on the field because at the end of the day this is how I feed my family. And so emotions, you know, and that's the that's the biggest part because as as much as it is here on the college level, get to the pros. If you think you want to play in the pros one day, you better not take your feelings in there because it's all about business. And They'll fire you in one year in the NFL. It doesn't take, you know, three or four years to get you fired.
2: <laughs> no doubt. Talking to Jason Nichols, hell, uh, if you're with the Panthers, they'll fire you in the middle of the season.
0: <laughs>
6: they'll fire you in the middle
0: of the season. So.
2: <laughs> will make it to November.
0: And I'll
6: give you one season to do, do anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, that's – I don't even know how you make that determination right there, man. God.
2: Looking at uh, some of the coaching carousel. so the Chargers are meeting with Jim Harbaugh again. So, I don't know. If you had to to place a fictional wager on that one, Jason, are you expecting Jim Harbaugh to be coaching in the NFL next year as opposed to Michigan?
6: I would be betting that he's going to be in the NFL more so than Michigan if I was a betting man. It
2: appears that way. Um, and it would kind of make sense with all the turmoil uh, plus winning a championship. And he's kind of put his stamp on that program forever.
6: Well, and and think about this. Like, think about what you're doing to the program right now. I know they're not actively, um, you know, they're probably done. They're recruiting 25s and 26s right now at Michigan, right? These last two weeks. But like, there's so much in question right now, you know, I'm sure the players are like, do we have a coach? Don't we have a coach? And and like, you know, and, and I think he's been pretty uh, upfront with those guys, but this is a long time to drag this out. Like, you know uh, make a decision so either way you know uh we can move on you know michigan needs to know michigan needs to have an answer of are you coming back or aren't you but the longer that he goes through this the more it says to me if somebody offers him a job he's going to take it
2: where does mike vrabel end up in all this is he in seattle although uh here's a tweet from three hours ago zach klein Falcons will have an in person meeting with Mike Vrabel on
6: Wednesday. So, it's funny to me that they would go with, with an interview for uh, Mike Vrabel because Arthur Smith came from his staff.
2: I mentioned that Friday. I kind of didn't put it. I finally put it together. Like, wait, wouldn't it be weird if they had the OC from the Titans <laughs> fired him and said, "Let's try the head coach"? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: I mean, and and like, if you're really looking at the situation too. The whole reason why he got in trouble in Tennessee right now is for the same reason why the Falcons just fired Arthur Smith. Where's your quarterback? quarterback. So I don't know like if that's a, a great move. I guess you got to make sure you talk to a lot of people to make sure you're on the right guys and that you don't miss somebody. Because he's a heck of a coach. Don't, don't get me wrong. I was really impressed. I did an internship there with the Titans. And I just sat back and I watched. And he was really impressive with how he handled – the teams. I think those guys play for him. Uh there's no like I'm because I'm a first round draft pick, I'm mm-hmm. better than this guy. He he did a great job of of managing that team. I just think at the end of the day, um they weren't as talented as they needed to be especially this past season. Just watching those guys.
2: Uh this is not a this is somebody just basically making a, a joke or whatever, but the Chargers get Jim Harbaugh, Commanders get Ben Johnson, Seahawks get Mike Vrabel, Panthers bring back Joe Brady. Joe Brady was uh he was hot uh before going to Carolina, got fired, ended up in Buffalo. Buffalo fires their offensive coordinator, who was also with the Panthers, old quarterback, was it uh Dorsey? Yeah. And then Joe Brady takes over as their offensive coordinator. It's so it's like a stock market, Jason, with names. I'm hot right now, I'm cold. Like that that's why We blame these coaches, but you really kind of got to go when your name is hot because it don't stay hot long. It
6: does not stay hot long, man. It is a very fickle process. And so when people want to bring you in and make you the head coach, you better go and talk to them because as sure as you're hot this year, Nobody would think twice about you next year.
2: And he, some will gamble and say, well, I'm going to hold out for the job I really want or a better situation. And a lot of times we question, well, why would this guy go to this situation? Because he's got to jump, you know, jump or, yeah.
6: It's only 32 teams in the NFL. That's true. So, like, what's the best situation? You, you're, you're, I mean, like, the best situation. Who would have thought the Detroit Lions was a good situation before uh, – our guy got there,
2: man I, I again if you're keeping score at home i'm wrong about a lot of stuff i was wrong about dan campbell i saw his biting kneecaps press conference i was yeah. like man this isn't gonna work this you he can't rah rah these guys in the nfl i was dead wrong so he, it worked
6: he did a great job because i tell you what that was not a destination job um now that he's there, they've done a great job. And so, yeah, I mean, p- people will be rewarded because of that, and a lot of his assistants will probably get plucked because of that. But um, that was not a destination prior to him getting there.
2: And uh, shout out, who knew that, God, it's probably been seven or eight years Chandler and I are at ECU football practice. We see uh, a NFL little uh, whatever you call that, the, the, the yeah, Lanyard, and it's got Brad Holmes, Los Angeles Rams, And Chandler put it on, and we're calling him Brad Holmes. Um, It took me a day or a week or a year to realize Brad Holmes is actually a black dude. Um, Now with the lines, and now I'm hearing his name every week for the team he has built there um that's why he was emotional with jared golf last week when they beat the rams but brad holmes went from uh a guy we had never heard of chandler seven eight years ago to now the gm of the year he
0: was just and when that pic- picture was taken he was just a regular scout yeah and he, he worked his yeah. way up the ranks in the past five six years since we've uh t- taken that picture and, uh, man, what a job he's done in Detroit and, and getting the personnel to, uh, to go in there and, and to play for a guy like Dan Campbell. And, um, yeah, so and the video I saw of him in the elevator just going, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can he just see He got a game ball from
2: Dan Campbell last yeah. week in the locker room. So. That's just awesome to see. Yeah, that was cool. Um, speaking of which, uh, in that team, Jamie says, what does uh, Jason think about the Scotty Montgomery talk of getting an offensive
6: coordinator job? I think Scotty do a good job. Really
2: Once do. again, just you get in there, you work your way up, and I, I, it'd be a great story for a guy that. Man, I, I don't play like I, I'm not mad at Scotty Montgomery. He was kind of thrown into the fire there at yeah. East Carolina, and it certainly didn't work out. But uh, he's been able to dust himself off quite well.
6: Well, you know, this is this is what I, I want to you know tell people from the inside the coaching ranks. Like, a lot of times um, you'll see guys that get into situations, and you're like, "Well, how did he get that job?" I sat in a room with that guy, or I know somebody who knows that guy, and you're not really impressed with the football acumen, right? And and. But they'll get an opportunity, and then here's a guy that I've sat in the room with. Scotty knows football. I mean, that, that's that's no question. He knows football. Uh, did he give us the result that we had hoped for? No, and that's why you know we got fired. But uh, at the end of the day, to say that he doesn't um, know football, he did a gr- he did a great job. You know, like sitting in there and trying to get us to where he wanted us to go. Uh, and I'm sure he's sitting there and he's learning from all the different situations that he's been been through. And guess what? He's learned from a great O.C. right now. I mean, that guy's doing a heck of a job up there yeah. with the D- Detroit Lions. So, just picking his brain, how he's putting things together. Uh, you know, he'll get a chance. He'll get a chance to do what he needs
2: and to do. And almost good for Scotty that he, he failed here at such a young age. He's got a lot of years left where he's, he's probably be a head coach somewhere one day.
6: Man, listen, failure is a great teacher and motivator in life. And I truly mean that. And and what is failure? Failure is when you quit trying. And so um, he got up, he dusted himself off and got some new opportunities and made the best of them. And he's at a good place right now where he can build upon that. And hopefully, uh, you know, opportunities will come to him.
2: Yeah, and I mean, Mike Houston seems like he learned some lessons from his first really bad year as a head coach. He has had success everywhere. He's had winning seasons, good seasons, uh, suffered some – some some bad times last year and has hit the ground running since then. So maybe uh we all need it in every walk of life, Jason, like a, a slap in the face type of thing, a wake-up call or whatever. And in the football world, these coaches get theirs and, and some of them come out on the other side even better.
6: Yeah. Well, you know, I'll I tell you this, because you're right. Mike Houston did a great job of, of getting out there and attacking this roster at the end of the season. And, uh, and that's a guy who probably had to look himself in the mirror and say, you know what? I can do better than this. And I need to put these guys in better situations. And he had to make some tough decisions. And he and he did that and for anybody that's a leader that's what you got to be able to do and, and not run from it and uh, take it on the chin and just say I'm going to be better because of it
2: uh, Oh, Randolph in the chat says what's up Jason good to see you back at Pirate Radio and also reminds people to hit those likes hope you're doing well randolph a week after uh, your cowboys getting blasted <laughs> by the packers uh let's take another break we'll come back more to go with jason nichols when we return hour three pirate radio live on a monday back with you after
5: this <laughs>
1: you're listening to Hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show
3: welcome back quality equipment is your full service john deere dealer with 36 locations to serve you Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday Fun Day covered. Every Sunday you can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a single game. I have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
2: All righty, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Chandler, remind me tomorrow to ask Mac McCarthy his thoughts on court storms okay. so we, we had a couple over the weekend we had the caitlin clark flop. much
3: much ado about nothing
2: <laughs> call it an accident a fender bender fender bender but uh, i want to get max thoughts on that because i saw the uh field of 68 popular basketball podcast uh saying should we ban court storming and i feel like if people could just act right <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have some of these laws and rules, because why are these put into place? Because people just can't act right.
3: It's like one bad apple spoils the bunch. Yeah.
2: If we all go in there and avoid the other team and just go kind of celebrate at midcourt with our fans and things like that, it'll all be fine. But we got to have the one guy who's pushing a and opposing player. Got to
3: have one knucklehead <laughs> that ruins it for everybody some else. Some
2: moron that gets in the face of a six eight guy and says something and gets hit and then cries and tries to sue somebody. Acts like a fool. Mm. I'm with Bill Burr. We need another Malice in the Palace incident yeah. to get these fans in order.
3: I love Bill Burr. Yeah. He's a great comedian.
2: He said how he said how you know, we kinda earned it, right? We how often are you in the stand saying, "Hey buddy, you suck." Yeah, come on up here. And he said, "Well, they went up there." Yep. And they <laughs> and, <You're> like, <laughs> and then what now what you going to do? So, uh, yeah, there you go. Jason, uh, yeah, how you feel about court storms and field storms?
6: Man, let the fans have fun if they know how to handle it, you know? There I you mean, go. I, mean, I I see no problem with it, but I, there's always a reason why.
2: Exactly. All right. Uh, so over the weekend, man, the the Packers like rocky four i was rooting for the uh the packers at the end of the game i was kind of wanting the niners to go and win it all this year but by the end of that game i was saying man a detroit green bay nfc championship would be awesome uh but the packers fall short christian mccaffrey the niners too much they do it without uh the services of debo samuel for a lot of that game so they move on to host the Lions. Uh, can can detroit go in there and win on the road jason
6: If they don't have Debo Samuel, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Um, Those guys are pretty good, pretty explosive.
2: They are. They are fun to watch. And uh, that's why Ben Johnson is on the top of my list right now, offensive coordinator of the Lions. Bring him to Washington and uh, and see what we can do there. Uh, So that is uh, coming up on Sunday. And then you've got Chiefs, Ravens. I am just scared to pick against the Chiefs at this point. I had Buffalo. The other day, I wanted to see the Bills win. Go ahead and take down Mahomes, take down Taylor Swift, take down all that, uh, but did not happen. And now Lamar Jackson moves to 2-3 and three in playoff games. His thing is can't win in the playoffs. He's ready to
6: dispel that uh, coming up on Sunday. Uh, you know what? That's going to be a good game, if, if not the Super Bowl game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know how it is in the, in the uh, college playoffs. Sometimes you get the championship game before the championship sure. game. That one might be it right there because um, I tell you what, man, uh, Lamar's playing really good. But but how do you how do you go against Patrick Mahomes? You know, in the history that they got, so it's going to be a good game.
2: Tight ends uh, kind of in the headlines right now. Of course, you got Kelsey with Kansas City, Kittle with San Fran, Ravens. Mark Andrews practiced this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason did not play, but they might have him next week. That'd be huge. And how about the Lions? have reached a deal with Zach Ertz. I was like, wait a minute, the Lions are still playing. Why are they? Because he can play right away, uh, I guess. So Sam Laporta um, is the only healthy tight end on the Lions roster right now. And Zach Ertz was released by the Cardinals in November, um, has signed with the practice squad, and he will, I guess, be elevated for the NFC championship game. Wow.
6: I mean wasn't he with the eagles at one point
2: for a long time yeah, yeah. He's a long time he's 33 years old now so kind of playing out the string yeah. Who, yeah oh uh greg hudson former ecu defensive coordinator we were talking about linville joseph
5: mm-hmm.
2: uh signing with the bills and he said man that's the job i want like i'll sit out the regular season hang out with the family watch football call me in january and say hey greg we need you as a defensive coach for this uh playoff run that's, that's what you want to do. Unfortunately, Linville's run came a little short, but still cool <laughs> to see him after all these years uh, playing in the NFL.
6: That would be the job, right? Heck going yeah. And make you a couple hundred thousand dollars over a few weeks. Yeah, try to get a ring. Try to get a ring, and now you can go speak and make more money in the off-seasons <laughs> and stuff. Man, that's that's the life.
2: So, uh, Zach Ertz going to try to jump in, uh, play with one of the worst teams in the regular season, and now will join the Lions and try to uh, – Try to get a uh, Super Bowl ring. I did my quarterback rankings the other day. I don't know if I still have that. Still left in the playoffs. Let's see how my quarterbacks did. I had Mahomes one, Allen two, Jackson three, Golf four, and then Stroud, Love, Purdy, Mayfield. i tell you what, Baker, which had ended on a pick. Yeah. But, man, if he didn't uh, give his team a chance to win, uh, him and uh, Mike Evans were hooking up.
6: Tell you what, man, that goes to show if the quarterback can get in a good situation, you just never know who's coaching those guys sometimes. And uh, he played well. I mean, like, you know, had, he led him to the playoffs and had a chance. Like you said, he ended on a bad note, but. Uh, he was much improved
2: Jordan Love I, it's kind of a shame the Packers because I did not pay much attention to him during the regular season and I don't think they were anything to write home about during the regular season but I want to see this team keep playing I wish they were playing this weekend Love looks awesome his young receivers look good Aaron Jones who missed time in the regular season looks like he's running in september like he looked awesome uh it's a shame that their season came to an end but they they got a lot to look forward to i think
6: they got a bright future and um jordan love looks like he's gonna be the real deal and um he did like you said they they started out i think kind of average but man down a stretch man they found their rhythm and and they did a great job
2: and obviously cj stroud in houston has a bright future because he Mm. is uh he's the real (laughs) deal I I don't know how to feel about Brock Purdy, Jason.
6: I I don't either. I think, uh, you know, everybody, I saw something. Everybody jumped on Cam Newton a few weeks ago when he talked about these certain quarterbacks are what you call game managers. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if he was off the mark when you go back and you really think about what he's saying. And he's right. You know, I think think Purdy's probably a game manager. Like, is he going to be the guy that truly elevates the team or is he gonna be the guy that can go out there and 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 just you know direct it or whatnot so
2: I mean he's he's playing for if I said if I had a coach draft right now I would take Kyle Shanahan number one. I, I just I, I like him that much. He's got McCaffrey, he's got Debo, he's got Kittle. Brandon iuke had over thirteen hundred yards this year. Now Purdy gets credit for some of that I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got weapons trent williams who i love uh, former Redskin is the the tackle there they they've just got a great offense and a great scheme and all that so i feel like you could put a lot of quarterbacks in there and have success and i know that takes away from what purdy's doing but i i'm just not quite ready to anoint him
6: yeah. you know Well, it's like what most people have said. Like, when you take away a couple of those weapons, they went on a three-game losing That's right, yeah. You know, and so, you know, it it comes down to, well, when those guys aren't there, can you still... Because that's what Mahomes has had to do this year, right? The reason why you say that is because they don't have the weapons that they've had in the past. Those receivers out at Kansas City are awful by nfl standards you know and you can go right down the line with some of those guys who have lost i mean uh great players throughout the year which is going to happen in nfl you know and so can you take a team when you lose one or two of your stars can you still take that team and make them a championship caliber team
2: that's a good point mahomes has done that uh we'll see If Purdy can do that, if Debo doesn't play this weekend, but good to see Christian McCaffrey running this late in the year, too. He's had a couple of injury-riddled seasons, and I felt like that watching the games this weekend, Jason. It almost felt like because the best teams are going to be there at the end of the year, but also the healthiest teams, and to see Aaron Jones and McCaffrey running the way they were I was like, yes, this this is what we want in the playoffs. Well, think about
6: it. McCaffrey used to have to take on everything, right? He yeah. had to be the running back, True. the receiver, and all that. Now you got other guys that can, you know, do things to help you to where you don't have to carry the load, and so he probably does feel good right now. And same thing with Aaron Jones with all those young receivers that stepped up up there in, in Green Bay. I mean. it it takes a a team truly truly to win this whole thing
2: no doubt Uh, we'll take our final break we'll come back get ready to wrap it up with Jay Nick here on a Monday more Pirate Radio Live on the way after this
1: Listening to hour three of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
3: Welcome back. It was a good day for the stock market today. The Dow was up 138 points and finished at 38,001. The Nasdaq was up 49 at 15,300. 60, and the S&P was up 10 points at $4,850. That is your Wells Fargo Advisor stock market report for a personal look into investing Call Wells Fargo Advisors at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC. Member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
2: Alright, wrapping it up here at Pirate Radio Live. Chandler, best uh, football duo to call games this past weekend. Is it Buck Eggman tariko collinsworth is it burkhardt and uh olsen or nance romo who's the best team um, right now who's the best duo
0: i think it's aikman and, and uh, i think it's aikman and buck
2: hmm.
0: i love greg olsen i'm just not a burkhardt fan
2: i would go uh i don't know i think i like tariko collinsworth
3: I did. Here's a guy. I, I've always enjoyed. It. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I have always enjoyed Chris Crawlingsworth.
2: He's got I, an annoying voice, but I think the stuff he says is. Oh good. yeah, I
3: I just like the fact that he's a little unorthodox in his delivery, yeah. and I enjoy it.
2: Jason, you got a preference? I don't. Fair enough.
3: He does not care.
2: <laughs> uh like much like time of possession, don't matter to him. Jason, uh, thanks for hanging out, man enjoyed it i appreciate it have a good week and uh, enjoy the football this weekend yes sir all right we'll see you fine folks tuesday three o'clock for an all new edition of pirate radio live for shirley Chan, jay nick and the crew i am clip
1: rock jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation